Jam-packed to the rafters. Let's go up to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled for one episode. And is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. fans and welcome to our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast thank you guys so much for being with us here it is episode 297 and this monday november the 21st 2022 we have thanksgiving coming up here in the united states of america and along with me is our very own mr turkey michael quinn how you doing there michael howdy doody gobble 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 is it is it boxing day after or whatever no. <laughs> Is that it's is that Christmas. what it? Sorry, it's, it's so confusing. It's a similar sport to wrestling. Yeah, get it? Is there some get it, get alternative weird Thanksgiving holiday after in some other countries? Uh, well, there's Canadian Thanksgiving in October. Mm. Oh, so weird. we're a little late for that. What they they messed up. But whether you're uh whether you're in the U.S. or not, whether you have Thanksgiving or not this week, uh, we hope you guys have a good feast with us. As oh we yeah, romp you through the world of retro feast. wrestling. Uh, a, fe- a wrestle feast, if you will. Yeah, not uh, Survivor Series, hopefully. No, we won't be doing that. But thank you guys so much, in all seriousness, for being with us here. We hope we start your week off right as we romp you through some stuff. But before we get to the stuff, we got to remind you of the things. And one of those things is to please follow us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. You can do that for daily wrestling gifts, maybe a clip here and there, and, you know, other assorted tweet-related assorted things. Assorted fun. Yeah, assorted fun. We'll yeah. call it that. That's at OVP Podcast on Twitter. Also, if you like video, uh, we have that. It's over on YouTube. You ever heard of it? Yeah. Uh, YouTube.com is the website. It's a site. And our channel there is called Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. When you go there, please subscribe, or as Quinn might say... Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Oh, wait, you don't have to search. It's a long name. You it's a very wanna, long name. You don't want to search for that no. ever again. You just hit the bell, and you don't... It's saved. And all of our new videos will be delivered right to your subscription. Mm-hmm. It's a hot new technology. Those videos include the 1985 can in the video form. They include daily wrestling videos. Every episode of WBF Body Stars. Huh? Yeah, I know. What a coup. Oh, my God. I know. Unbelievable. You'll be stuffed with that one this yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Anywho. It's uh, that time of the year. You're it, just going to make all these jokes. A couple. Get them know. all out of the way. I might get them out of the way. We're not really sure. But one way or another, please subscribe to us on YouTube. And, of course, you can email us at ovppodcast at gmail.com. That is ovppodcast at gmail.com. But, Quinn, if people want to talk turkey with you, with me and well over a thousand other retro wrestling fanatics, where can they go? Facebook.com slash The Feast. Yes. It's a site about The Feast, there known as Thanksgiving, yeah. and also wrestling, obviously. You, you don't even have to bring a gift. No, you what, don't. What do you have to you do, You have though? to bring the search bar. Right. You have to look for it. you got to find it in the store, mm-hmm. and you have to type in it, our vantage point, dash, retro wrestling podcast, bing, bang, boom, tube, core, kafui, and hit the join group, and you're in. That's all we're asking That's you it. to do. And then yeah. you can join The Feast. You can join The Feast. You can sit at the kids' table, as you, we like to say. You can express how, like, now it's becoming a popular thing, which I'm glad to hear this, that people... People are into the cranberry sauce in the pan. I heard it on the mainstream news today, people bringing up this point that I've been making for decades at this point. About I was going to say. Yeah. I, uh, somebody on the news said this. The new, the whole news. The actual, wow. like the, the real news. The real news. Uh, yeah. You can keep up with all the Thanksgiving news and all the retro wrestling news on our Facebook group. We're asking you to do one thing when you join. It's don't be what? A turkey? <laughs> 
<laughs> no. A dunderhead? Yes. Yeah. Don't be a dunderhead. Uh, all- you could be a turkey, though. Yeah, that's totally fine. You could be the gobbledygooker for all we care. Please all- don't. <laughs> if you ever had a real Thanksgiving where uh, the families argue about things and then someone gets really upset, don't do that at our group. Yeah. That's what not being a dunderhead means. Just do the thing means. where you get upset and you walk outside yep. for a couple minutes and take a breath in the nice cold. Yeah, in the nice cold. Thanksgiving. Right. In the nice cold. Yeah. Um, (sighs) All we're asking you to do is be respectful when you're going to disagree. That's all it is. It doesn't mean agree on everything and sing Kumbaya. Yeah. You don't have to sing Kumbaya. I don't even know how to sing Kumbaya. Everyone knows how to sing Kumbaya. Maybe I do, actually. Let's not not find out. Let's not. (laughs) Andrew Rogers would be upset if we found out on the show. And we don't want to do that. Yeah. Lord forbid. no. Anyway, join our group. Have fun. Don't be an asshole. Please. Just sum it up that way. Uh, also, if you like us somehow, and that, that's really great, thank you, and you want more of what we do, we have so much of it. Uh, we have patreon.com slash OVP podcast. I mean, we've, listen, 297 episodes of this show that we're doing, right? Right. Plus all the specials. That's the free stuff. It's not like hundreds of things on the Patreon these days. Well, it's like in, yeah. the, in the archives. Well, because there's the raw canon. Then you have the crown jewel, the pay-per-view reviews. Mm-hmm. Now, these are three, three-and-a-half-hour breakdowns of every WWF pay-per-view in order, starting with WrestleMania 1 and currently at Survivor Series 95. Coming up in a few weeks for December is going to be a Seasons Beating. So that'll be oh, fun. That, I can't wait for that that'll one. Be a lot of fun. I love the December in your houses. They're so terrible and fun. Yeah, I can't wait also. Yeah. Uh, so you can get your ears on all of those pay-per-view reviews, the Raw Cannon, the new Cannon Plus, which is a monthly special, just explore, make a decision this Thanksgiving week. If you can spare a few bucks, go to patreon.com slash OVP podcast. Make us happy. Make yourself happy. Maybe you can get it as a gift. You know, maybe, Black Friday's coming up, right? Maybe we'll do a Black Friday deal. We'll put a, uh, a percentage off on the annual membership Ooh. or something like that. Maybe we can do that. Anyway, patreon.com. Pondering right here. We're Ponderosa. Yeah. <laughs> patreon.com. Sorry. <laughs> Patreon. Just make sure you say it. Slash Ponderosa. Patreon.com slash OVP podcast. But Michael. Mm-hmm. This is our last real season of this show. We're making sure to make that clear for any new people. Real season? We'll still be around. It's not like we're, we're not going we're, anywhere. No, it's, it's not like this won't be in your feed every every week. Every week, yeah. Literally, OVP will still be here for you. It's just that we're changing the format. Uh, mm-hmm. We're not going to do seasons anymore. And we're not going to do opening topics and discussion anymore. Because, again, we've been doing it for six years. We have something new coming very soon. Drip, drip, drip. Yep. Looking at archives if yeah. you want the old stuff, though. Yeah, there's a lot of if it. If you're new here. If you're new. There's tons of stuff. But what we've asked you to do is a kind of a thank you, very fitting for Thanksgiving. We're just doing a fan appreciation season, which means Ooh. tell us what you want us to talk about. Oh. And we're going to talk about it. So we're taking your suggestions on Facebook. If you don't have that, do it on Twitter. Shoot us an email. This one is from Adrian Cotton, who has been a longtime fan of OVP. I'm glad he sent this one in. Adrian. Ah, the Cotton Bowl. Ah, the Cotton Bowl. Ah, the Cotton Bowl spectacular. Adrian, this one is for you. Do hardcore fans prevent casuals from becoming hardcore fans? You guys ever like stuff? You know, you actually just enjoy things. You know, sometimes, contrary to popular belief, I actually like things too. I think... It was a great question, Adrian. It I, is. I think... Uh, we should establish a couple of uh, definitions here, Quinn. What is a hardcore fan? What I was going to ask a you casual that. Fan? Yeah, so a hardcore fan to me is somebody who really, really likes wrestling, uh-huh. loves wrestling. But are they the kind that critiques wrestling? Like, is the, are the hardcores the smarts? I think is to me the differentiation. Is well, that the word? Sure. Well, let's think about it in terms of other avenues of entertainment. Then, mm-hmm. before we go to wrestling, 
they're hardcore Simpsons fans, right? Mm-hmm. They love the show so they much. They know every episode. They know every episode. They know every detail. They made a character to parody those people. It's comic right. book guy, right? right? Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes registering my disgust throughout the world. They critique it. They love it. And they also hate it sometimes. Mm-hmm. They want it to be good. They want it to be the best it could possibly They've be. They've been rooting for it to be good since season 10. Right, exactly. <laughs> We're at season 25 or whatever the fuck. At uh, 30-something yeah. now. So translate that to wrestling. There are people that know the history. They know much more than we do. They know dates. They know moves. They know all sorts of things. They watch every promotion or they, they watch every, one promotion with every attention to detail. They're heavily involved in the match of the year voting, most likely. Right. Five-star match and six-star match. They might uh, read periodicals. Ooh, such periodic. as the, <laughs> periodical. They still got those? Yeah, they have them. Uh, like the Wrestling Observer newsletter. You know, yeah. you, ever, you ever heard of that? They might browse the internet. Do they read The Wrestler, though, or what? <laughs> Pro Wrestling Illustrated? Just don't call them yeah. the Aftermags. Ah, damn it. Don't call them the Aftermags. I feel those magazines, just on an aside, because, because they actually have something to do with this, I feel like the hardcores don't read that. <laughs> They're like, oh, there's no inside no. shit in here. It's like about, like... Seth Rollins, is he a good wrestler? <laughs> like, it's like, like, you know, like in, in like straight. Yeah. Like, yeah. like as if it's real. I know. No, I know what you mean. So to me, a hardcore fan is someone that really spends a lot of their time, their free time, whatever time, thinking about, talking about, watching, discussing wrestling. What is a casual fan? Because I have heard mm-hmm. that you ever hear the, the whole uh, argument that there's no such thing as a casual fan? Well, I call BS on that. There's definitely like, I think kids are the most casual fans because they don't they don't have the history. They probably their parents are like, don't watch this after like <laughs> it's over and look up shit about it, right? Right. They have somebody to police them. Right. right. Like as a kid, like I you know, I wanted wrestling. I thought about wrestling, but I couldn't like access it all the time. And sometimes it was like sometimes my parents were like, You got like some early thing tomorrow. You can't like stay up and like watch Raw until 11 or whatever but i don't know if that inherently makes you a casual fan just i understand that but that's not what i mean it's just like they just don't have the access to be what these people are who are watching nwa power and shit well yeah what i mean though is because some people can point to the actual etymology of the word fan Mm -hmm. which is a shortened version of fanatic Mm -hmm. and that would make casual fanatic a bit of an oxymoron yeah however we're talking about the way the word fan is used these days it's not used to necessarily mean an obsessed person it's used to mean an enjoyer of something i would say then the casual would be the guy that just turns it on when he sees it and doesn't think about it and then oh it comes on again and right oh there it is oh i i watched a couple months ago what's happening kind of a lot of the people that were picked up in the 80s yeah and in the attitude era Uh these are people that did not know nor care about the history they might not have gone looking at you know the dirt sheets or raha wwf.com don't bring that up do not get into raha (laughs) or or ransylvania yeah or any of those right but they simply watched the program Mm -hmm. maybe bought a t-shirt maybe not and then they moved on with their life for the rest of the week until it was like oh it's monday i'm not doing anything i'm gonna turn this on right that to me is is a casual fan. Mm-hmm. Somebody who is a little bit familiar, but mm-hmm. maybe isn't going to go back and look up old matches yeah. or watch old wrestling. Now, is the casual fan aware of the rules? For example, like is the casual fan the guy that Jr. said, oh, "You know, the title can't change hands on a countout or disqualification." I like, mean, is that is that that guy? I'm a casual fan of football. Mm-hmm. I understand the rules. Right. 
I will occasionally watch a game here and there. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying throughout the course of the entire season. So if you don't want to call me a fan of football, fine. But I will turn it on occasionally. Right. I can follow along with the game. I ain't looking up stats. I'm not looking at past history of the giant. I mean, I know enough of it with the yeah. fucking, you know, Dave Brown era. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Unfortunately for us. You know what I'm saying. Uh, listen, I, I didn't have a great career. Well, let me ask you a question, Quinn. You like the Beatles, don't you? Yeah. Are you a fan of their music? Yes. Do you know what their fourth album was? No. I, you, like, I, right. I would have to like literally look at an album order and be like, oh, that one. Oh, I've heard. I've probably heard all of them. Do you know who wrote the song Long, Long, Long? No. Have you ever even heard of the song Long, Long, Long? No. It's on the White Album. It's a George Harrison song. But therein lies the difference. You hear their music. You like it. Am I here telling you, you know, I'm a very hardcore Beatle fan. You know that. Right. I read books on them. I, I know their discography, all this stuff. Am I here to tell you, well, you're not a real fan because you don't know all the stuff I do? No, but maybe a hardcore fan might do that. Does that happen in wrestling? Yes. That's the question. And that's, and now we finally come full circle. I believe so, they call that gatekeeping. So I believe it's it's a double-edged sword. On one hand, a hardcore fan could be like, oh, you don't know that Antonio Inoki was the first New Japan pro wrestling champion, and that's so fucking important or whatever. And I don't even know if that's accurate, but <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's accurate. The irony, but yeah, yeah go ahead. Um, but the point is that on one hand could make a casual be like, "Fuck this shit! I don't care about that, right? I'm not right. watching this garbage, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to become him." On the other hand, another casual fan would be like, "Oh, what? What's that? Oh!" And then they start looking it up on the internet, and then they become the hardcore fan over time. True. Do you have to know who Babe Ruth was to be a fan of Aaron Judge? No. Is you it don't. okay if you don't? Absolutely. Like, where does the standard come from in wrestling or otherwise, where if you don't know all the stuff, that means you don't like what you're watching as much as other people do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like the casual people like it more. Like, I like wrestling more now than I ever did, like the new stuff, because I'm not involved in it. I think the perfect example for me is my myself, and weirdly in this, is because I was definitely a casual fan in 1995 when I started watching, right? Oh, yeah. It was the most putrid dog shit ever. Yeah, same here in 94. But I couldn't get enough of it. But I didn't know. First of all, I didn't know, A, that there was a newsletter that existed <laughs> that told you all the results Believe before it or they not. happened. Believe it or not, not a lot of people did. I didn't. Despite what it may seem like. I, I didn't even know that the shows were pre-taped. I thought that these <laughs> fucking people were lining up in the arenas at 11 o'clock in the morning to watch Superstars. I was like, I want to do that. And you're not the only one. Right? I didn't know that the company used to... Ha- I didn't know the differences between the companies when I first started watching. Like, I didn't understand that, like, they weren't connected. Oh, really? Like, I, I, I was like, uh, are they just, like, different leagues? Like, I didn't know the business aspect, I guess. Is that the point? Right? Yeah. I didn't understand that shit. Like, this was all stuff I was blind to when I first started watching. And over time, I, I got acclimated. I mean, within a year, they were talking about Billionaire Ted and shit anyway. So, but if I had started watching in 1990, I would not know about that. But you decided, I like this, so I'm going to learn more about it. I'm going to watch yeah. the old stuff. To me, that was like, in one sense, the purest fandom possible, yeah. right? Was that I was hanging on every inch of that ladder match at, at SummerSlam 1995. I was like, sure. man, what? this is insane. Like, sure. who's going to get the belt, right? They're, oh my God, how are they going to, they fell off the thing. How are they going <laughs> to get up there, right? But is that because you were a kid or because you were newer to wrestling? You know what I, I mean? I think it was both. Yeah. But the point is, is that 
you know, I was a casual fan. And then we all were. Then the internet point. happened. And then the internet happened. Mm-hmm. And then we became so smart and so good for so long. Right. And but now I we've tried think, to dumb it down. <laughs> but I still think that exists for every seven year old out there who doesn't know. You know, like it has to. Yeah. Maybe maybe they're looking up Fortnite videos. They they have no fucking clue about professional wrestling and they, they stumble and they see Roman Reigns standing tall and they're like, Who's that guy? Like on the channels. You know what I think? Honestly, I definitely get the spirit of Adrian's question because I do believe that mm-hmm. there's a degree of mean-spirited. I hate using buzzwords like gatekeeping, but it is. It is. It right. is. You're not as good as us because you don't know as much. Right. But we're not writing fucking journalistic papers here and doing scientific research. To what end does your knowledge about it matter? No. To what actual end? It only matters to other hardcore fans and within right. the circle. Right. right. You know, like that's where it matters. But other than that, no. It's one thing if a buffoon sports writer, like a D-level sports writer, is trying to make an uneducated point about mm-hmm. wrestling. That's different. But from a purely fan point of view, who the fuck cares what you know and what you don't know? Yeah. I mean, honestly, but what I was going to say is, you know what I really think prevents uh, casual people from becoming hardcore fans? To them, I think the product's just not that interesting. <laughs> I mean, more than I mean, anything. Yeah. I do think this from time to time. I'm like, man, it was just something else in the mid 90s. Like, well, and the 80s. Let's not it, forget that. I, those, but they're two distinct times, right? Absolutely. And, and they garnered the most fans. Did in, they not? In the right? WWF in North America. Right. Well, in the United States, yes. You either grew up and you were lucky to grow up when Hulk Hogan was around and on top. Or you grew up when Stone Cold and The Rock and the NWO yeah. were running wild, like right, yes. like everything was going crazy, and yes, you know, Brett and Sean were kicking each other's asses, and it was just insane. Yeah, and I think that a lot of the people that started watching during either the Hulkamania era or the Attitude Era uh, started as casual observers that might turn on any popular television program to see what all the buzz is about. Mm-hmm. Then they turn it on and they watch it for a while, and then it becomes less appealing to them, and they turn it off. And it's not necessarily the hardcore fans' fault. Right. At the same time, it is annoying. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) The the gatekeeping, it really can be, like, how dare you, you know, not know? Because I don't care. That's how I don't know. You don't really have to know every single thing about a product in order to be knowledgeable about what's good and what's bad. One last thing with with this that I I think that is a little interesting. Yes, Michael. As to maybe why this happens. Because wrestling is one of the rarest forms of entertainment, actually, on around. It's very strange. I heard this pointed out on a YouTube video, and I never really thought about it. Yeah. It is one of the only, maybe only with comic books, it is one of the only continuity-based forms of entertainment. But to make it even crazier, it's <laughs> on top of it being a continuity form of entertainment, meaning Literally, the actions that happened in 1950-whatever are still talked about in, in you know, 2022 and referenced by the characters on the show. That's a good point. Right? Yeah. But on top of it, it's in front of a live audience every yeah. single night. Sure. Like, it is weird, and I think that those two things actually kind of formulate a hardcore fan because there's importance laid on it by the actual fucking show. Well, sure, yeah. You know what There's, I mean? Yes. Uh-huh. I know what you Just mean. Just like in comic books where it's like, oh, well, I know I met the first Spider-Man or some <laughs> character will say shit like that, right? Sure, and you're sure. like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like, So you think that contributes to the hardcore fandom? 
Right. It builds it. It, it, it. In fact, it just naturally converts a casual into a hardcore. Do you think the vast pool of uh, history and the depth of research needed to catch up to everything, can that seem intimidating perhaps to somebody Absolutely, looking to break in? What I would say to anybody getting into wrestling is actually that doesn't fucking matter because that shit, they will tell you in the show, even when I first started watching, Vince McMahon would be like, and you know, Bob Backlund, he's running for president. We remember when he was the champion in 1978 or yeah, whatever, yeah. right? And like, it'd be like, what? Like, and you, like, and this is, they'll alert you when that past history is relevant. So it can be intimidating, but on the same time, you don't really need to know it unless it's relevant to the story that you're watching. That's a good way to look at it. Like, you don't need to know that Roman Reigns is part of the Rocks family and Afa and Sika and all them. Unless it's part of the story. Unless it's part of the story. You don't need to know that. That's a really great point. You don't need to know what The Miz was doing in 2007. No. And that he was even there in 2007. Unless Miz says, I remember, I'm mad at you because back in 2007 you did this to me or whatever. Yeah, that's very interesting, Quinn. Mm -hmm. I think more than anything, I think that hardcore fans are hardcore fans. I guess I can see how they could prevent casual fans from becoming, but I mean, no one can really stop you from wanting to look more into a subject. And I think it just depends on the fan. You know, there's two types of casuals. There are casuals that want to learn more and they're the ones that are just like, maybe their heart wasn't really into it in the first place. They thought it was pretty cool, but they don't give a shit. They're like, I'm more interested in something else. Not this. Like. Well, kind of like you with the Beatles, right? Right. You like their music. Right. If you hear it, you're going to know some of the songs. But I'm not obsessively looking up details because it just doesn't appeal to me. Do you know who their drummer was before Ringo? Pete Best. Oh, you got that one. See, so you know some stuff, right? I know some stuff. But, but does knowing that Pete Best was a drummer before Ringo, does that matter if you're listening to a song from Abbey Road? Absolutely not. Correct. And, and I don't remember <laughs> Pete Best being on the credits on that album. because no, he's not. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of the... I don't know how we've articulated this, folks, but we want to get your thoughts. I think also, one last point here, I think know-it-alls, which we really try not to be because we know we're not, I think know-it-alls really are just know-it-alls, and they will just piss anyone off, including the hardcore well, that fans That was the challenge casual. when we started this show because we didn't want to make a show where we were like, where, remember we would try to avoid, well, actually, that yeah. used to be like our mantra is like, don't do that. Yeah, because A, we don't care. Yeah. That much, right? Yeah. If we want to know something, we will find it out. But also, I didn't want other fans in the group that are more casual fans being intimidated and insulted by the know-it-all contingency. And to everyone's credit in the group, we don't have that. No. You know, we really don't. If people ask a question, people will answer it. That's usually. exactly the point, because they want to know the answer, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, it might be the dumbest question ever, yes. right? But, like, we who, get those. who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Like, would... Like, seriously, like, I would never, because the way wrestling is to me, I want people to learn about it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody legit asked me, I was like, how come the title didn't change hands when that disqualification happened? Like, I would just, like, straight up, well, actually, like, <laughs> as I say it, but, well. Can't avoid that one. The point, the, I, I would try to be like, well, in a match, like, it's, you know, count out, disqualification, they don't count. Like, yeah. I, I want to explain it so that they know, because you take that lesson, and that could be the kernel of, Oh, this is really interesting. Like, what, right. what, you know, is there any other ways they cannot lose the belt or, you know, something? <laughs> Whereas if you just want to puff your chest, you could be like, oh, you call yourself a wrestling fan and you don't know that. Yeah. But unless they're, again, unless they're 
trying to earn a living as a wrestling fan mm-hmm. or a journalist writing about wrestling and they don't know that who fucking cares yeah that's exactly. all i'm saying who cares yeah do you know who the the guitarist in the eagles was before don felder quinn no and you love the eagles right i love you the do, eagles you i love do their not music. give a shit who the guitarist before they were the eagles was it was bernie leden leden yeah yeah but anyway see the point i'm trying to make i watched a documentary i don't remember that factoid because does it matter no do you care who's playing the guitar part yeah. All I know is they changed. <laughs> didn't they change when like one of these nights was written and it was like that's the other guy, like Timothy or whatever. His <laughs> no, name no, is. T- like, uh, Timothy replaced uh, Randy uh, Meisner, yeah, the bass player. One of these nights that was written by the new guy was one of these nights. No, that was yeah, Don that- Henley. You're what? thinking of um, not Love Will Keep Us Alive. That's that's Timothy B. Schmidt, but that's '94. The other one. I can't tell you why. It's, I can't tell you why, and that's, that's a fantastic it. song. Yes, that's the one I really like, and I was like, huh. Like, he wasn't even in the band originally. He wrote one of the best songs. He did. Anyway, thank you uh, guys for being with us here. We want to know your thoughts. Do that on Twitter at OVP Podcast. Shoot us an email, join the group. Quinn, you had some great points there, and I'd like to hear what our fans have to say about it. Honestly, our mantra's always been just bring your questions. Just don't be an asshole about it. And Mm -hmm. you guys do a great job at that on our group. So thank you very much. I really hope somebody comes to the group and asks... I watched a match and there was a disqualification <laughs> and why did the title not change? That'd be great. Like, and we wouldn't be upset. Yeah. Uh, but in all Everyone certain, helpfully answering questions. It's true. It would happen. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much. And uh, obviously coming up next week, we'll have another episode. But if you're sticking around on audio for the 1985 can or switching over to the video, it is April 20th, 1985, the big 420. We are still. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, and we're shit. still in March in the tapings. The last. Oh my one, god! Are you serious? I am serious. I thought we were done with that we, last week. We are not. So coming up right after uh, this, April twentieth, nineteen eighty-five, right here on the Canon. Now, the butcher, first of all, he's got like a nice, clean, white, well laundered apron. If you're a butcher, yep. you should have a dirty apron, right? I mean, because you're butching all day. Right, Richard Land? Yeah, we can ask Richard. <laughs> I mean, you're butching. You should have blood and guts yeah, and, and meat. Meat. Yeah. You should come out with like a bone. Yeah. You know what this is? This is a fat guy with a nice, clean, white apron and like an amateur wrestling singlet. Hello, wrestling fans. While we're on a break here, just a quick reminder to check out some friends of the show. These are other independent wrestling podcasts. We want you to check them out. Start with Booking the Territory. This will get you everything for your southern fried, very classy, unprofessional wrestling coverage of the NWA, WCW. It is Booking the Territory. And check out GFA Live with Peter Winson and Kathy as they trek you through some classic episodes of WWF television. Maybe a movie you never know. So check out our friends of the show. It is Book in the Territory and GFA Live. And now back to your romp through the world of retro wrestling. O-V-P. Hiya!
Hiya! Hiya! Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to the 1985 canon, or back to episode 297 of our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Joe Murata. That's Michael Quinn right over that's, there. That's me right there. That is you right if there, I Michael. click it, will go away. Yeah, in a second. Go. Hey, get so, out. Get out. <laughs> Come on, move. As Quinn fights with his Chiron. Move. Thank you guys for being with us here. If you're on YouTube and you're not appalled by what you see, as Quinn's Chiron has now gone away. Let's see what I did there? Yeah, you did it all by oh, yourself. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for being with us here. We hope you subscribe, or as Quinn, you would say, instead of subscribing. Ring the bell. Ring that bell right there uh, here on YouTube. If you're on the audio version, uh, you're joining us from episode 297. Thank you very much. It is Thanksgiving week here in the U.S., and we're thankful to be with you guys as we romp you through the 1985 canon, April 20th, 85, the big 420, as they say. This is, this is the date. Now, was this a say. thing back then, though? Did people like know. the 420 thing? Was that... I bet were someone... people in the know about that term? I bet someone uh, will tell us either in the comments or on our Facebook group. How old... Yeah. How old is the term 420? We're going to have to find out. Now, that... that that's I, the homework. I, yeah, I don't even know much about the source of it and everything. But <laughs> there's, it was the, the time. The, the police or there, something? There's so many different theories. I think the actual reason is it was the time that people would smoke. The 420. 4.20 p.m. That's a weird time to smoke. Well, you know what? There's never a weird time. There is never Maybe a weird time. 8.20 <laughs> would be a better time. I don't know about 420, though. Well, as Quinn continues to ponder uh, the, the time to smoke marijuana. Uh, thank it's you legal. <laughs> it is. Thank you guys for being with us here. Uh, April 20th, 1985, here on the canon. A couple of quick particulars, and then we will get to the thing here. First and foremost, it is still the same taping mm. as we've been doing from March 26th, 1985. Are we going to get TNT again, Joe? I, I don't think so. Please no. That was only a Richard. fill-in. Richard. Richard. That was only a fill-in, okay. I think. Uh, but if you guys are here on YouTube for the first time, or maybe a couple of times here, and you've never listened to our audio show, we do have a weekly Monday audio podcast, our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. We've been doing it since 2016, where we talk about a lot of things that isn't just WWF and isn't just 1985. Check it out. And big reminder, Canon Plus still going. WrestleMania. Plus. Yeah, the plus. That's, that's the symbol. That's what we do. Yeah. Uh, Canon Plus has WrestleMania in Canon form right down below in the uh, description of the video or in our show notes on the audio version, patreon.com slash OVP podcast. You'll get that. You'll get a back archive of content. And next month, you're going to get the first ever Saturday Night's main event Ooh, interesting. on Canon Plus. So check that out one way or another. Thank you for being with us here. Quinn, it's a new week, which means we have a new week in the calendar. Now, what what's the date today again? 20, uh, 420, Michael. Oh, right. 420. Sounds I, like you've been oh, doing oh, that. I see it here. Oh, I get 420. it. 420. Well, on the 17th, there's a big birthday. Big, okay. big, big How birthday. Big? Um, he's a bit, pretty major player around here. Who's that? Uh, Roddy Piper. Wow, no, April seventeenth. April seventeenth. Rodney the Piper. What is he? Thirty two or something here? Yeah, Seems about th- thirty one. Yeah, thirty one. I think turning. Uh, so if you're just joining us, let's recapitulate. Um, the biggest takeaway that I have besides that horrible TNT segment from last oh, week is that, that was we, worthy of a bathroom break that, in the middle. Yeah, the rare Quinn taking a pee break in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing for me personally, on a personal level, we were promised the first ever match with uh, Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart, a new team. Oh, yeah. A new, gonna, a new team is showing up here this week. We're eh? supposed to see or that. showed up four weeks ago, and <laughs> then we didn't hear about it till now. Yeah, I guess before WrestleMania, the Hart yeah. Foundation teamed up. Um, and also, we had a kind of a fun interview with Bundy and Jim Neidhart and Jimmy Hart. Remember yeah, that? that? Was, there's a, that now they're whole like a crew, you know? It's like yeah. a whole thing. A whole thing going on. So that's really it. I, mean, I wouldn't call them a, a faction or a stable. They're more like a crew. You wouldn't call them a foundation? They're loosely connected. 
Would you say King Kong Bundy? When did he ever like hang out with fucking Bret Hart? Well, as we know from Bret's book, remember there was a proud picture. He's like, yeah. "This is King Kong Bundy in my house," or yeah. whatever. In the that was probably for like the four weeks that they were like <laughs> part of the same thing, maybe. Uh, but anyway, that's kind of all we have going on. We are, as we mentioned, at the end of a taping cycle here, and it's still before WrestleMania in taping time. So there's not going to be a lot of development in arena. Yeah. Maybe in post and interviews and Why stuff. Why are we going to hear about all this Paul Orndorff business? Like, that, that seemed boo. like a big deal yeah. at the end of WrestleMania. I mean, they have been doing the Piper's Pits with Roddy and Bob Orton in the MSG Yeah, and they're like, room. he stinks or whatever. <laughs> but th- there's no, there's no follow-up uh, in the arena. Been. No, like, nothing yet. Uh, hopefully next week. But anyway, why don't we bring up the video scope? If Quinn is ready, I'll do it with my powers. You want me to? Do it. Three, two, one, powers. And there's the Hulk. And there's the Hulk himself. Hulkamania lives. Yep. And without any further ado, thank you guys for being with us here. We hope you have a good week. This is WWF Championship Wrestling, April the 20th, 1985. There he is, storming in. It's fun doing this, isn't it? I love doing the cannon. It is. I'm so happy to do the cannon. If they're changing the intro soon. I, I, feel I thought like they change it like around the time of WrestleMania one. No spoilers, please, but don't they just have this intro for the rest of Championship? Do they? Until eighty six, or am I way off like on that? There isn't like one weird one in between that Maybe there nobody is. talks about. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Maybe there is. I, I don't remember. There's been stuff since we watched this that is stuff that happens that nobody talks about, like Blackjack Mulligan like Tonga like, Kid, yeah, being awesome, yeah. Same taping, like we said. Is that Renee Goulet back there? I see the British Bulldog. Is that? Matt born again? It might be him. It could be either. It could be either. Because Rene Goulet still exists, weirdly. He No, he is. Oh, yeah. He's still technically an active wrestler, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. I see Brooklyn Brawler. Uh-huh. Okay, Tito and who? J.Y.D. probably, right, yeah. So they're, they're just a team now, eh? They're just a team, yeah. So this kind of explains WrestleMania 2 to me a little bit better. Yeah, isn't it crazy? They're still teaming up at WrestleMania 2. But they've been hanging and banging for like a year or They've been point. banging, yeah. yeah. A lot of tag matches. Are we going to get on with it here? What is no. he talking about? We're filling time. Yeah. And we have only three matches in the, <laughs> in the hopper here. Who do we got in here? So it's Steve Lombardo and, and somebody blonde. Is that Barry Orton? From Let's Brooklyn, New uh, York. Yes. Isn't it? I can't get a good look at him. I think it is. Good Lord. I can't take this guy seriously. Why is he only on the first row? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah, oh, is that Barrio? It is. Is this the first time we've ever seen Barrio? I might be. Does he do this? No, he does this. Now, it's Barry Orton, right? Barry Orton, yeah. He's the, why, uh, is, why the O? What is, what is that about? Well, because they have Bob Orton. I don't think they want to say they're related. Oh, they could have done something with that. Oh, that's my little brother or whatever. He sucks. And I, <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. Bob Orton. He stinks, daddy. Or yeah, because he's a heel. <laughs> yeah. Is that his brother? I don't know right. what if it's cousin or some it, shit. Yeah, I think it's his brother. Bulldogs again in the opener, mm-hmm. getting like no pop because they just saw now, them an hour this. ago. Now, Dynamite doesn't say British Bulldogs underneath his butt or whatever. Maybe, maybe he has them on inside out. Well, maybe it's because Davy Boy is the British Bulldog. Not yet. <laughs> I'm just saying. So Barry O getting his first uh, championship match, I think, here. <laughs> yeah. Lucky him against Dynamite Kid. What's with the color correction like mid-match? Did you just see that? I They're did. Like, oh, let's, let's kind of fiddle with the knob there. Yeah, fit, don't. Fiddle with your knob. Well, I guess you can do whatever you want at home. You don't fiddle with your knob. It is Quinn. your home. You can do what you want. <laughs> Shove off by Barrio. Here comes Dynamite. Nice shoulder block. Dynamite off the ropes. Drop down by Orton. Orton back up here. Okay. Okay. Big toss reversed by Dynamite. Look at that. 
Barrio looking like a... Why does he look like a rocker? I was going to say dressed like Ricky Morton, kind of. I don't remember the, him having these trunks, nor do I remember his hair being like this for a long time. I remember him having the brown. Yeah, and yeah. it was less poofy. Yeah, much He looks like Shawn Michaels. Do you think he was doing like a fake Rock and Roll Express gimmick down in some territory? Maybe. And he's just, he hasn't like changed yet. I don't think so. I mean, that's what he looks like he's doing here. Maybe. Nice wrist slap by David Boy Smith, who is tagged in now. Somebody's got, I have a bad feeling he's in some fake Rock and Roll Express, actually. Well, you, you got a computer, right? Look it up for us, Michael. Yeah, let's see where Barrio was hanging. Or banging. Uh, nice side headlock here by Bulldog. Barrio. Barrio looking for a way out. Shove off. Duck under by Davey. Here comes Davey Boy Smith. Flying crossbody. One, two. By referee Dick Kroll. Look at this is Barrio. Shove off by Barry. And he's in a bunch of fucking places. Drop down by Barry. Um, Shoulder block by Barry and David Boy Smith goes down. So in 1994, Orton wrestled for three months under a mask. 84. Oh, 84. Uh, three months under a mask as Assassin 3 with Jody Hamilton. Yeah, I know Jody Orton Hamilton. Orton was the replacement for Hercules Hernandez, who had recently been unmasked by Jimmy Valiant. <laughs> Crucifix. Hold on. Um, two. Yeah, I mean, that's it. That's, that's it? That's all we have from before. So he's just taking fashion cues, I think, from Ricky Morton. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Lombardian now, he's not going to do well. He did have an acting career, if you care. He was in the following movies. I don't, I don't Wrestling's care. Country Boys. That's a Coliseum video. Honeymoon in Vegas. That's not. As a boxing manager, uncredited. He didn't even want to take credit for it. Killer's Mind in 1999. Well, you got to stay busy, Michael. Uh, He was Flex the Doorman. Monday Night Mayhem in 2002 as Rhodey. Oh, Rhodey. Uncredited. Not the Rhodey. Just Rhodey. Ah, uh, Rhodey. He was in Time Collapse. He was. This is nice a big year, 2002. Hang on here, two. Oh, only a two count. Bulldog pulled up Lombardi into a chin lock. So, big year for Barrio in yeah. his acting career, 2002. Yeah. Monday Night Mayhem, okay. Time Collapse, Wow. and People I Know. Do you think he got a SAG card, maybe? Perhaps. That year. 2003, his last film, <laughs> Mission Idiot, as Dog Guy. All notes, also stunt coordinator. Wait, <laughs> that took a turn. Yeah. Mission Idiot. Mission Idiot. As Dog Guy. Yeah. And also the stunt coordinator. He wasn't the Mission Idiot. No, The movie no, no. was called Mission Idiot. He was just the Dog Guy. I don't even know what the fuck that movie is. Can you please find out? It doesn't even have a link in Wikipedia. Like, most of his movies well, don't. Only that, Monday Night Mayhem and People I Know. That's how you know it's quality. A Dog Guy here dominating... Uh, the dog guys. <laughs> Look at that. The bulldogs. Well, it was, it's some crap because it's all, all of it's on Vimeo. You don't say. <laughs> Direct to Vimeo release. Yeah. Much like Canon Plus. Oh, this looks like some indie shit. There's like a picture from it. This looks like some indie shit. Look at this, Quinn. What's, Look at this Barrio do. The Are they going to win? Teamwork? Nope. <laughs> Davey coming right in. Why did you just stand there and wait for the clothesline? Why? Why does this happen? Lombardi's not the sharpest knife in the drawer, man. When does he? When is he gonna be the Brooklyn Brawler? How many years? Four. Okay. Maybe a little less. Oh wow! Look at Davy press slamming dynamite right on the Lombardi. Oh, look at that. With well, a flying get, headbutt. You gotta get some experience somehow before you could be a Brooklyn Brawler, right? That's true. Yeah. I think you have to brawl in Brooklyn. Yeah. Maybe he just hasn't encountered the Brooklyn circuit just yet. Right. Maybe he's staying in the Bronx or something yeah. like that. Anyway, the Bulldogs win. Crowd's happy enough, but mm-hmm. again, the air is out of this building. Yeah. Wasn't the Brooklyn Brawler, though, wasn't that like Bobby in, in kayfabe called him that to like make him a bigger deal because he sucks so much? 
the like, whole, wasn't that the whole thing? Yeah, if we may jump ahead to 89 for a minute, the whole point is he did it to make fun of Terry Taylor. Okay. He's like, I'm going to take a guy, Steve Lombardi, he's right. never won in his life, right? and I'm going to make him better than you. That's basically what it was. He did, kind of. More enduring. Brooklyn Brawler is way more memorable than Red Rooster. Well, I mean, the Rooster's memorable for the wrong reason, you know? Yeah, but Brooklyn Brawler is considered, like, people like are like, he should be in the Hall of Fame at, like, and shit. At this rate, I mean, why not? Yeah. Why not? I don't think they put the Red Rooster in there. Good. Anyway, here we go. Okay, These have been great. By the way, Prince playing in the background. Did you hear that? I would die for you. Is that what that was? Yeah. I didn't catch it. I would die for you. Alfred Hayes is so good at these updates. I can't wait for this one. Can I do this again? I am a guy. I ate 10 macarons. How is this guy still employed? Because they love him. Don't you? I, I swear it's a rib. No. Like, they just put him in front of the camera. Uh, that might be. It's like a long-term, like, weird joke. There it is. King Kong Bunda. King Kong has been <laughs> running amok. Why did they think the this was a good camera angle? I think it's I've seen this in other things. This is not like something only Lord Alfred Hayes does. Well, because what Hayes is doing is being a clip of Bunny and Paul Roma. Hayes is, instead of turning in his chair, it's probably not even a swivel chair. Mm -hmm. He's leaning back and looking to the side. Normally, you would you would just pivot. You know what that shit reminds me of it for like an earlier thing? What was that show? Do you remember this? Because sometimes they would appear on like cable weirdly. Wienerville? It's no, it's oh. this show from the 70s where Spock's not Spock. He's just like Leonard, Leonard Nimoy. Nimoy. And he's like t talking about like Loch Ness Monster and shit like that. He's like, don't know what you mean. It was some weird 70s show that was like akin to those cable shows where it's like, oh, all these wild stories or whatever. I bet one of our fans does though. Yeah. I'm serious. I forget what it's called. It's probably a, does. It's a, it's a famous show. It's like one of the big things Leonard Nimoy did in the 70s in between. The Star Trek? Yeah. Arc. Uh, the point of this update, Quinn, was what? King Kong Bundy is good. He 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 crushes people with the avalanche. There you go. <laughs> what do we have? Oh no, matter. Brutus Beefcake. No, that's never good. Hi, Ian. <laughs> and what's Johnny V got on this week? <laughs> Just like a casual like baseball coach jacket. God, he must be tired at this point. Every fucking he's he's been on every single taping. I, I love him. I don't care. Mm. Who's he fighting? Nick. Who's this fella? Nick Wick. Yeah, Ron, Ron D. D. That was close. Nick Wick was almost right. <laughs> Nick Wick. <laughs> Ron D. Ron D. Uh, referee Gilberto. Now would that be Ron D? Ron D. Like, like real fast. Help me, Ron D. Help me, Amadeus. Help me. No, it's Rock Me, Amadeus. Rock Me, Amadeus. I don't want help from Mozart. Why not? Help me with my song. I don't know. <laughs> well, Salieri tried that. Yeah. And it didn't go so well for everyone involved. You're a, you're a, you, you've written music before. Wouldn't you want Mozart to show up one day and be like, here, I'll help you with that. Not, a, not the kind of music I wrote. He's, he's a master, though. Yeah, he's a though. Mel melody master, actually, though. He could, you're right. he could help you out. <laughs> like, <laughs> Who the hell wouldn't take help from Mozart? That would have been you got to be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That would have actually been a funny Weird Al parody. Help yeah. me, Amadeus. Help me, Amadeus. Because <laughs> the song stinks. It's just like a, like it's Weird Al writing the song, yeah. and it's like all shitty at the beginning yeah. of the song, and it gets better at the end because Amadeus helps. Or, yeah. And then he does like the powdered wig in the video, you know, because yeah. he's Weird Al. Yeah. And he would go that extra mile. Be gr the great touch would be if there was notes like in chords that were fucked up at the beginning of the song that like are fixed mid-song by Mozart. That would be great. Yeah. And this is why you're here on the canon, everybody. Power Weird Al, if you're listening. Weird Al, yeah. Are you he, still there, buddy? Does. he still works. He's incredible. Yeah. I love Weird Al. I don't, I don't care. 
Weird Al would listen to this show, actually. This seems like something that would be in his wheelhouse. If anyone wants to start a campaign to get Weird Al to listen to the show, just to listen to it. Weird Al just does this thing. He doesn't give a shit. Like, he'll he'll watch, do whatever. I've seen him bring up weird shit before. Well, I mean, it's in his name. Yeah, he is weird. Anyway, Beefcake's tights, I, I like. That's about the best part of yeah. him, though. I always wonder how Weird Al even got noticed or anything. Because what he was doing was pretty, like, whatever. Weird. Yeah. Well, because he was very unique. He used to play the accordion. He had one drummer. Yeah. That's how he started. I'm saying within the business, though, there must have he must have had to have known somebody to get connected in. I don't really think he knew too many people. I know that, I think the first big parody he did was um Another One Rides the Bus. And then there was... Right, but that was considered joke. Like, that, but that was, like, it was, not even real music But it to was unique at the time. I understand. And then My Bologna. Or yeah. My Bologna. <laughs> Bologna. It was it called My Bologna. It's My Sharona. Yeah. But <laughs> my Bologna or something like that. <laughs> he, he, he is very good. He's very, very good. There's fat. And there's um, also Eat It. Eat It. He was going to do, for Black or White, he was going to do Snack All Night, but Michael Jackson said so don't. why are all the Michael Jackson songs food-based? That's they, just what he does. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you heard the story, you know, Smells Like Nirvana, his, yeah. his Smells Like Teen Spirit one, when he called Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain was like, it's not going to be about food, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's funny. a good question. It's a very good question. I feel like as an artist, it's an honor if Weird Al, like, parodies your song, right? Most people thought that. Hide yeah. Me by Brutus. Um, like, if I, if I was... And that gets the win. Who'd you say it was? Who, who, who got the call? Kurt Cobain. If I was Kurt Cobain, I'd be like, oh, which one are you going to do? Like, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, all excited. He like, was excited. He, yeah, was, was, he like, was happy about it. Uh, the only... I think Paul McCartney said no because... Why? Because... because I'll pause for this. Who wouldn't want Weird well, Al to do anything McCartney likes Weird Al, but, you know, live and let die. Yeah. Weird Al wanted to do one called Chicken Pot Pie, because <laughs> of course he did. Yeah. And Paul McCartney's like, oh, you know, uh, vegetarian or whatever, you know. So, Are you serious? Yeah, the vegeta- vegetarian shit is what stopped yeah, that song? Yeah, I think so. If, if the story is true. Um, and then a few other people, I think Prince always turned him down, but not just because Prince took his shit seriously, which is nothing wrong with Yeah, I, I understand uh, if you take okay. it seriously. But that's okay. Even the serious artists, though, got to have a little sense of humor and know Weird Al's good at what he does. Coolio was pissed for a while about Amish Paradise. Yeah, that's weird. But, I mean, it beca- they, they made up. They, yeah. like, they became friends. Well, it makes your song, like, enhanced. Well, I know the words to both. Yeah. That's, that's telling you something. Anyway, Beefcake gets the win. It doesn't matter. With the high knee. With the high knee. Let them know. Yeah. Let it be known. Oh, he's a high knee, right? High knee. Now, know- why is he in this big fan of Brutus Beefcake? What is this about? It's, it's, it's still an inside joke. He explained this to you. Didn't you read it? I might have, but it might have been a couple weeks ago, so I forgot. Yeah, I think it was two weeks ago or a week ago. But I read a lot of stuff. Sorry, Ian. (laughs) I just sometimes I forget the details. Sorry, Ian. I just remembered you're a beefcake fan. He's a beefcake fan. Uh, He he actually legit likes him from '87 to '90, which is also when I like him. Right, because he's barber. Yeah, he's not annoying then. I mean, he's annoying with Hogan in '89, but that's okay. Yeah, '89 is really bad. That is an annoying era. Yeah, with Mm -hmm. Hogan. 90s, all right. 90s, great. I have no problem with a 90. And then the parasailing happens or whatever. <laughs> and then he's never good again yeah. until he's the disciple. Zodiac's not bad. What do you mean? Because it's funny. No. Yes? No. Why is the disciple like a completely different... Pro- oh, look, it's Barry O's brother. Yeah, Mr. O. Bob O. <laughs> South Pacific Connection. 
Uh, Jimmy CA. <laughs> no, well, no, that's not true. So wait, now they're the South Pacific connection. I think that's just what they call them now. Sitting in the wings, though, keeping my mouth Snooker and steamboat. Waiting until I go yeah. ahead. Daddy. Get the arm back into shape. You know, that's a harder cast. You see that? It's his preliminary cast. The arms ready. I've got one of the best elbows in professional wrestling today. I wonder if they have decided if he's going right to keep out. the cast for like a while yet. You haven't gone I bet they haven't. Yeah, I bet they haven't. My superplex. I mean, that became his like. Hey, Full-on gimmick for years, boy. forever. Yeah, for a long time. To go ahead and put a whipping on your head, well, right now. Why is Roddy he talking? I'm not used to this. I like him. You don't like him still? I really do like him. I like him in the background while <laughs> Roddy Piper says <laughs> shit. I, I, all right, let's listen to Piper so we don't get yelled at by Jason Ward. Netherlands in New Jersey. After all, that's the place where they built that big, beautiful stadium on top of all that garbage that they <laughs> yeah, sent they did. from New York. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what an honor it is for a couple of fellas like that to come and fight Snooker and Steamboat. Do you know what it's like here, Steamboat? Oh, no. You're looking at survivors, man. Do you know what you got yourself into? You know Snooker, he ain't thinking no more. He's just coming and growing. Crazy this kid's still going. It really is. It's been a year and a half ago or something. Long time. Remember when, when Snooker said penis last week or whatever. Remember? What was that? <laughs> penis. Penis. I know what you can do. I don't even know what he meant by that. <laughs> he doesn't know what he meant. Thank you, Bob. Oh, look. There they are. The three up next. Three of a kind. What? Ooh, let's oh, because they're all hearts. Jimmy Hart, Brett Hart, yeah. and Night Hart. I want to hear the intro on that. Hoboken. Here we go, Joe, your favorite. Who is it? Mario, man, hey, uh, Mario. Now these are legendary first opponents. <laughs> there we go. SD, it will always be remembered. Mario Mancini and SD Jones. Nice. What a what a team. Now, are they known as members of the Hart Foundation? Let's see what the yeah what they call them. First of all, introducing the manager, Jimmy Hart. Okay, and we got one heart. Yep. And he represents one heart from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Weighing 231 pounds, Brett Hart. No hitman yet. Second Hart. And it's two, two, two keys, keys still. He's just regular. Yeah. Brett Tata. Brett Tata. So no Hart Foundation. Not yet. I will say, pretty clever to team all three of these up. Yeah. Right? That, that's memorable, right? It's like, oh, they're all, they got Hart in the name. Brett says it was his idea. I don't know if it's true, but he says it was. Oh, I thought of that. <laughs> You know, I said, just put me with Jimmy Jimmy Hart. We all got Hart in our name, me and Jim. He's my brother-in-law anyway. Yeah. He's a stick, stick his fingers up the cat's this ass. Is a, this is a pretty different thing for Jimmy Hart, because he's now, right now he's like the hit maker. You know, he's yeah, evil David man. Wolf. Yeah, I wonder how much longer they lean into that, but my guess is not very. Yeah. Right? I mean... I don't remember that ever Where did that's said. his, like, origin story, though? <laughs> it is. Like, they bring him in, like, a week after David Wolf gets beat up, and he's like, that guy stinks. I'm good. Like, <laughs> Valentine's like, I called him up because he's a great rock wrestling guy or yeah. whatever. <laughs> it's funny. So weird. <laughs> Very weird. It's always forgotten. It's never mentioned it's ever ne again. It's never talked about. Wrist yeah. lock uh, by SD. There he is. The special Dang. delivery. Cranking up the uh, wrist lock, but here's... This is weird that Brett's not fighting first, and then the anvil comes to mop everything up because he's the heavy or whatever. Whatever, right? He wouldn't is the you, heavy. Wouldn't you think that that would be the approach here? Do you need a heavy against Mario Mancini? You might. <laughs> I mean, he is from old school Hoboken. Yeah. I'm he just could be, he'd be a tough customer, Joe. Let's he see. could be. Here comes the technician in here. You ever see him at a deli? He is a difficult customer. I've never seen Brett no. not suck so far because they they have treated him like crap. Not suck? What do you mean? He's, He's just been, been like 
mediocre. Yeah, it's just like nothing well, yeah. special about him. He's a notch above Jimmy Powers, maybe. Yeah. He wins at least. This is interesting, though. He's in a real tag team on championship. True. And he's going to work here on Mario Mancini with a headbutt. I haven't seen Brett lose often in the matches we've seen yeah, of him. That's also Canadian content. Yeah, this is very true. Tag Have we seen him as a single on championship? Yes, but like in once. September, like once or something, yeah. yeah. Irish whip by Bret Hart. Here comes the anvil with a shoulder I'm block. Still figuring out the tag team moves, I see. Yeah, they, they'll they get there. Yeah. Uh, referee is Jack Lotz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this feels... Crazy. Is it crazy to you to see them this early? Like, doesn't this feel too early, like right after WrestleMania 1? If I hadn't known that they started teaming around this time, yeah, it would seem too early. Yeah. Because they're not on Wrestling Classic. Yeah. And they're not at... They're not, not at anything until WrestleMania 2 on paper. But they're right? in a battle royal there. They're not even, like, yeah. anything. Right, they're not featured. Yeah. They're not at big event, either. Yeah. That's it really is crazy. Until, what's this minute? Look at this. Heart attack. They did wow. that in the first match. Awesome. They already had that figured out. Now, that seems like Bret Hart. You know, we gotta have a move. Hey, man. <laughs> it's a memorable tag finisher. Yeah. You know, Good we, win. We gotta have something. Jim, you're the big guy. Why don't you lift him up and I'll just come crashing down uh, yeah, the clothesline. Just, I'll hit him. Look at this. They're and, going, we'll, and, and we'll be heels. <laughs> and we'll be heels. Putting the boots to Mancini now. Now, look how their tights don't match precisely. They don't. Anvil's stripe is different than Brett's, right? I don't even... This Anvil barely has a stripe. Yeah. Well, there you go. Nice Brett victory. Brett Hart and Jim Neidhart. Historic victory here. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It's amazing that the double T is still there. It's there until like 86 or something. Jeez. Maybe even later. I don't know. Curious when they call them. Now we got to see when do they call themselves Heart Foundation. That'll be the, that's next, the next step, right? Yeah, that's the next. We saw the debut. Yep. Next up, the name. They already have their finisher, too, mm. which is really interesting. Look at Brett now. When do they... They didn't call it the heart attack until they were like faces, right? Like, I, I swear that was never mentioned the name. No, I think they called it that by 86 or something. Really? Yeah, I think it was a heel name. Mm. The pink doesn't come into like 87, though, right? Because that was like so. them being real dicks. I want to say, but I could be wrong. I want to say their first time in all pink was uh, when they won the titles. Right. Right that around there. Right around that time. I could be wrong, but. It's interesting that they're just this random pairing at this point. They're not even like a thing. Right? All of a sudden, Brett's just with Jimmy Hart, right? right like, yeah. Nothing happened. Oh! <laughs> I'm going to talk over this music. Brutus Beefcake, Johnny Valiant, Johnny V. I'd like to have you again. I don't know if you saw it, but recently, World Wrestling Federation cameras headed down to Mudlick, Kentucky. He has no idea what he's going to say. No. Of the big hillbilly I'll be impressed if this is good. Why is he standing in front of the shot? What is this? Brutus Beefcake, please. not even like angled right yeah, thanks to, we, thanks uh, to the two of you, you, a, you broke his leg is what we happened. have a very very busy schedule we don't have time to sit around and review these uh these uh, tapes that are made or these interviews that are made we have a very, See, i don't even very, review the very tapes busy busy type schedule and we cannot at any one certain time take enough time to get in front of a tv set and view what the fans view because we're here we're there let me tell you something, but Fair. I know exactly what happened Drinking, to the man in San Diego. Smoking I know because weed, we maybe. did it out in San Diego. The man's at the beginning, he was a novice in professional wrestling. He was hanging around the ring out there with Hulk Hogan, and he got yeah. in our way. Wow, and we dealt good. with that situation and crippled him. And if that's the price that he had to pay for his initial appearance in professional wrestling, so be it. He's not the first one that's been hurt. He's not going to be the last When's one. When's he going to drop it, Joe? When is he going to say something that he doesn't... It's pretty good. Since we've been here. So there, and let him deal with that. 
Down beefcake, baby. What, 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 no. what about it, Brutus? Don't. Everybody's been asking me. What? Wherever I go. He talks now? Brutus, did you really break the guy's leg? I mean, the big this knife, new. Billy. <laughs> did you really cripple him? He's Put doing him a Hulk Hogan promo. Yeah. Can he not do anything of his own volition? He's well, still, I, well, I did that, you really get him over your head, brother? I thought making the fart noises was pretty <laughs> unique. It's very fitting for Brutus yeah. Beefcake. Anyway. Forever. Well, I thought so. Brutus now fart they cake. say he's going to make a comeback with a broken leg. I doubt that. This, I've <laughs> really got to see. I'd like to see How's that. he going to do it? Hopping around in the ring oh, on one foot. Actually good. Gene, no how? Just watch okay. him Did he step on his foot? Look at Gene, yeah. Don't have to worry about that guy, Brutus Beefcake, because you did the number on him and I did the number touch, on him. Playing. And will never Very appropriate. Oh, what in the hood? Because he's wearing a hood. Come on. They're just like fucking around in the truck at this point. <laughs> they have to be trucking. Who? Who's this guy? Mel Hall. Sam G. Now he said Sam G. And he says Sal G. Yes. What? So what is his real name? Doesn't matter. Here comes Morocco to not give any kind of shit at all about this. He does not care. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I would love it if he doesn't take his hoodie off. He would do it. I know. I'll say this. He's definitely been juicing lately. I've definitely noticed some strength increase here. He's gotten the muscle, yeah. muscle increase. Yeah. No Fuji with him. Why is he got brown tights? What's that about? That's new. Doesn't care. Can I say, though, that was the best Johnny V promo we've heard here. It's the best he's done so far. It, it was. Actually, Beefcake was... I don't have high expectations. No, me but... neither. That's <laughs> one of those. Beefcake like, he might forget too. how to talk next week, for all we know. I hope so. I don't have any words prepared here. I hope we see him with Billy Red later. Look, there's a, there's a, from the 70 videos of him <laughs> <Yeah>. doing this. <laughs> the Hawaiian hood himself. They filmed, like, 600 of those in one day, and yes. Morocco just took off. Yeah. Like, he just wasn't around. It's amazing. Yeah. He might have been on the hoose every now and then, but he was not on TV. Still, he's still a draw. He's still... He's a magnetic character. Yeah, he's just weird. <laughs> he, that's another guy. No one really talked about how good he continued to be. I know. Lock up, lazy couple of knees by Morocco. That's his MO, is like barely trying. Yeah, I love it. And Fireman's Carry. And he's really taking out Sal or Sam or whatever this guy's name is. Yeah. Yeah, the Fink pulled an old uh, Jim Barbecue with that one, huh? Yeah, I really don't know who he is. Sam, G, I don't He's fucking know. G. I don't know, v Vince. Very G. Very G, Quinn. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see what G can do here. <laughs> I do like Morocco. GTV. <laughs> I do like Morocco's milk chocolate tights here. <laughs> yeah. They melt in your mouth, you know. Yeah. The poopy tights. Yeah, the poopy tights. Let's go with that instead. Yeah. Double chin lock here. Boring chin. Absolutely nothing. You're right. The not give a fuck. Boring. Well, I mean, I mean, they've been here for six years at this point. <laughs> they have, though. This is the end of the day. I feel bad. Yeah. If you're still sitting there. Like, what the hell? They're, this taping is so long. They're probably like, is Hulk coming? Like, because this keeps going. And he's not. Nope. I don't believe gonna be we will see. They're going to be upset when they get to the last match. And there's no Hulk. <laughs> anyway, Morocco with a nice leisurely elbow. I haven't even seen WrestleMania yet. They have not. <laughs> they have not. That's the They're thing. that far behind us. And that's the problem with this taping here is because there's nothing they can do storyline-wise. Mm -hmm. They can't build. They can't spoil WrestleMania, you know? 
So they, they're just doing oh, showcases. Are they saying beach bum, actually? They're probably saying beach bum or Hawaiian hood, because remember everyone calls them that? Nobody calls them the Hawaiian hood. That's not a thing. I know. Anyway, referees Gilberto Roman, even he's bored. He should come out with some Hawaiian punch. You know, it's a refreshing sugary beverage. Loved it. It's great shit. When's the last time you'd estimate? Oh, reverse King Kong. Probably the 1990s. Has it been that long? Yeah. Uh, maybe the early 2000s. That somebody had it around. What would you say? Between the age of 16 and 20? Maybe. Is that yeah. like a fair? That seems about right. Pile but driver. even once I became a teenager, it sort of like One, disappeared off the two, shelves. Three. Like, uh, I don't remember us picking it up or anything. Like, uh, uh, it's not something I saw after. that V8 splash stuff. I love that. Yeah. That kind of... Re- I think the Hawaiian punch, like, they kind of got pushed out of the market by V8 Splash. Well, that was a big deal to me when that drink came out. It was great. I know. <laughs> it was like Hawaiian punch, but better. That's and a you very- could convince your parents it was healthy, even though it wasn't. It wasn't really. A yeah. very creative sign here. Yeah, Beach Bum. There it is. Just showing everyone. Um, All right. It is funny, though. They did they did market it as healthy. They're like, oh, it's like V8. <laughs> yeah, just like V8, except with no uh, vegetables and only fruit. is still one of the weirdest fucking things ever. It's just tomato juice or something. No, there's like seven vegetables or something, but it's Whatever. good. Yeah. You ever have it? No, it is good. It's good. I like V8. It's good. It's just a weird thing. I remember when it came out, it was like very... People were like, didn't know what to think of it. Well, I remember it used to come in the six or the eight pack of the tiny cans. Yeah. And I'd be like, that's not soda. (laughs) I was like seven or something, you know? Yeah, but it almost felt like lazy. Like they just smushed a bunch of shit and then just put it in a fucking can. It's called a smoothie. Yeah. But not really because it's more vegetable oh, related. It's called a vegetable smoothie. It's smoothies is fruit. It's really, if we want to get completely honest, it's a, a ve- col- it's a cold soup. Yeah, it, it, that's what I always... Okay, I'm glad you said it's that. It's like because It felt like soup. Yeah, it's like a soup. Oh, shit. Jesse the body in his WrestleMania gear. Yeah, remember, it's WrestleMania. Why not just give it away? <laughs> no, remember Pi- Piper did say it in the first one. He's like, we're here at WrestleMania mm-hmm. after, after WrestleMania. You know. Piper's pit, and because we couldn't have the classy scenery we usually have, I wanted to bring on a true man of class and structure, well, and a man that was sitting ringside yeah. to watch us Paul destroy these stinks. fellas. In my mind, one of the greatest. See, I'm starting to not trust Piper with the heels anymore. Like he's going to say some shit to them. Well, Jesse's no idiot, though. Yeah. Pleasure it is to have you, Rowdy Rowdy. It is indeed. After that Bobby thing, and I just want to say one thing. Never in my born day have I seen two. And I say two more incompetent referees in my life than Jack Patterson and that ex-washed-up champion boxer of the world, Muhammad Ali. All he did was cause trouble outside Jack the Patterson. ring. He did not do his job. Jack Patterson, you were terrible. They should suspend you. Never let you put on a bow tie again in your life. Patterson. When does he ever rap like the ones? I don't blame Ali for changing. Like 10 years later. Yeah. I mean, he ought to change it again and again and again. That way he won't keep being embarrassed. But did you see the way Mr. T at the end was breathing through every pore in his body except for his swollen he looked too beat, beat up to me hardly at the end. Step, and then we no, got the referee yeah. out at half Madison Square Garden. And in my mind, we have accomplished everything. Piper's really trying to, like, erase what happened. What, yep. Mr. <laughs> T, you could go back to South Chicago, and you'll go back there with a lot of pleasure before you'll ever step in with one rowdy no. body Piper, Ace Bob Orton, or even me. Just pause this in a second. Me. Now, you see, we had Mr. Blunderful as a tag partner. If we had a bad you nickname. as a tag partner, instead of some 
stupid idiot. Don't, that has don't team with Jesse Ventura. Bang on top of his head. It's not a good He's idea. He's not even wrestling anymore. Good. In a suit. Good. Pink suit. If we no had the body, Jesse, <laughs> we, we would have knocked out the other side of Madison Square. I had earrings before Mr. T was away from his mama. <laughs> Go to mama. So you're old. Yeah. <laughs> so he's old. Yeah. Uh, look at this scene, by the way. It's funny. What I was going to say, though, and you can watch WrestleMania if you haven't yet. Go to patreon.com slash OVP podcast. $2 will unlock WrestleMania on the canon. It's this style, but it's like three hours almost. Mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw reviews from 93, they actually are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. They weren't for us, but the people like them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there's commercials. And next month, you'll get Saturday Night's main event. But what I was really going to ask you, Quinn, correct me if I'm wrong, because we didn't listen intently to the commentary, but Jesse was... Very, very neutral. Yes. Right as an announcer. Correct. He was friendly, wasn't now, he? Now all of a sudden he's the heel. <laughs> yeah, what is this? Say, he's like, you're right, Gino. Gorilla. Yeah. Gino. 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 Well, maybe it's because Gorilla kept him in check. He, right, because he's like still afraid of him. Yeah. In kayfabe, you know, like. I'll have you taken out of here. I'll do it myself. You know, I, I could do I was not in the rain that long ago, Jess. Yeah. I could do this. You know, I'll like, put what? my air shirt on and kick your ass. I would have body slammed Big John Studd, that piece of shit, Jess. He almost did. He that would have, I know. That just tells you how fucking long that feud's been going on. I know. Oh, look. Is that good? Well, hey. Yeah. How y'all doing? This is good to he see can y'all play. up here on the porch. Yeah, no, he Welcome actually can. I'm on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like it's filmed for PBS, and I yeah, love it. it. I love it's it. It's way too high quality for wrestling. This is great. Old house here in Mudlick, Kentucky. Y'all come on up and make yourself we welcome. Get to see Listen, Granny? I want y'all to get up here and grab me. I is want to tell y'all about a few thing things. And the, and the dirty dog. Yeah, let's see. I'm going to show you a few things later here, okay? Okay. Look here. I got a lot of good fan mail here. I've been getting in the, in the mail here. People been sending here to me here so at nice. I like Asking him. Asking all kinds of questions. I was, if you don't mind, I'm just going to read you. Yeah, one no, go right ahead. Now. Go ahead, here. please. This person here says, says, "Hello, Hillbilly Jim. Says, How are you? When are you going to kick says, How Bruce Beefcake's ass? Haven't been seeing ass? you much on TV lately. Oh. Well, I'm going to tell you right now why you haven't been seeing me on TV lately. Why? I come from Bobby Smith. Where's that from, Mayor? <laughs> Fort Smith, Arkansas. Okay, Bobby. Reason I ain't seen you lately, buddy. And the reason you ain't been seeing me lately is because I've been hurt. Just look here at this leg. It's very sad. This happened to me back some time ago, and those two fellas that did some it. Some Ain't none ago. other than that old Brutus Beefcake or Cheesecake or whatever they call him. I'm and okay that with it. Some Now, what they did to me, they didn't have no reason to do it. And I rightly want so you to know that I'm going to take care of this great. when I'll... I get well. This is really this good. It's going to be a little time, well though. Lit. <laughs> yeah. Now, I know y'all ain't used to hearing me talk like this. Oh. Because I don't much feel like this. No oh boy. This ain't the kind of way Hillbilly Jim likes to be, because I like everybody. But I wouldn't have bothered them fellas that night when they did this to me. And when that Johnny Valiant so nice. kicked me and that Brutus BK come off on me and they knocked my leg out like this and caused me to have this surgery, that's going to be something they're going to have to remember. Oh. And that's going to be something I ain't going to never forget. All right, enough about that, because I'm feeling better now. Okay. Oh. Also, the mic is clearly like attached to like this. On yeah, the left. Lapel mic, yeah. This is from Rebecca Stewart from Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. She says, Hillbilly Jim, so how are you? I love this. How you are you? This. Well, I got it there, Rebecca. She says, Hillbilly Jim, she says, since you hurt like you are, how are you going to keep doing that bear hug? Well, Rebecca, let me tell you something, honey. That bear hug ain't going to be hurt one bit because I've been in that backyard of squeezing on them tires, and I get out here and I pull and touch. And what I can do, I've got some pillars and some things in there. I've been working on some big feather pillars that Granny made me. And I've been using them too. So that bear hood is going to be okay. Let me read y'all another here. I'll say this. This taping has benefited his healing because time is not 
passed. Well, that's a great there. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be back by the next day. How are you Seriously. doing? I'm so just love fucking long. Granny. How is Granny? Oh, Granny. Well, Bobby Stevens. What's that from? Bobby Stevens from <laughs> Potusky, Oklahoma. Okay. Bobby, let me tell you. Oscar. Granny ain't been feeling too good lately. She's kind of under the weather. Oh, you know well, she'd have been up here today, but she couldn't make it up the oh, holler. I don't know what's granny. wrong with her lately. She's kind of down. Don't worry, I'm gonna we'll tell see her later. Said, hey, and I'm gonna tell her that. Hey, all them people's asking about you. They write me letters about you. So, this is to Granny. You get well, Granny, out there, okay? All right. Why is Look, Granny like already do. a character we're supposed to know about? It's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit later. <laughs> I'm getting people write me letters and ask me about my dogs. Now we're gonna go see them dogs. John in a Cena's dad. Mind, Remember that character, Mr. Cena? Mr. Cena. Remember because they didn't want to call him John. Also, and Mrs. Dad to counter. Mrs. Dad's amazing. Yeah. He's good. I know. Oh, this is gonna be just a little bit fast. Here we go. Get a tune. How is he? Very good. Man, it's crazy. I didn't think Hillbilly Jim was a musician. Yeah, it's bluegrass. Is he actually playing or is it fake? No, Hillbilly Jim is really playing. Wow. Yeah. More talented than Hulk Hogan. Well, he's a bass player. They could be a band. Oh, true. crazy that he went from a biker to this. I know. Oh, he messed up. Oh. See, it's real. It is. That has a little screw up there, too, but... Yeah. F. They're just letting him play. <laughs> they're, not even, they're not even, like, interrupting it. We want to hear it all, Hillbilly. <laughs> the shots of the woods. I've seen this. Hey. How hey. y'all doing? <laughs> Hi. Give me a hat. Yeah, the dirty dog. Did you see that? Give me a hat. This is Lancer. This is old Dancer. What? Lancer and Dancer. Donner and Gibson. Comedy Cupid. Did I get all names right? Donner and Blitzen. Blitzen, not Gibson. Gibson. I said Gibson instead of Blitzen. I can't remember them all. Gibson. Y'all rhyme. You know what I'm going to talk about a little bit? I'm going to tell y'all. What? I really appreciate y'all coming out here today and seeing me. I can't believe this is still going. I'm happy about it. I'm very happy. It's soothing. Yeah. I want y'all to keep sending them cards and them letters. Send them. We want more. Just send them in care of WWF, the World Wrestling Federation. I love this man. Send them care of WWF. I'll be seeing y'all soon. I'll be back. They'll send them. Don't worry. And when I do, I want y'all to come on out and shake my hand and say hey to me. Thank y'all for y'all's prayers, okay? Does Titan Towers exist yet? No. When did they purchase that place? Um, It's a complicated answer because if you look, there's some... In, it, honestly, I think there's some misinformation there that they purchased it in 91, but that's not true. They had it in they the had 80s. had it in the 80s. Yeah, I know they did. They did, because that's where they built their studio, and they were right. using that by 88, but I, they might have bought the building 85 or 6. It almost seems logical that the money they would have made from something as big as WrestleMania 3, Three. would have purchased that building. Boom. That's yeah. what I think, too. Right? Like, that's it's exactly like, we're going to need a I fucking think. headquarters. We just yeah. made the most money we ever made, and it was a lot. Yeah, because they were originally in Greenwich, and then I think a different location in Stanford. They're probably renting. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Titan Towers, they didn't build, though. They bought it. They bought the building. But it was newish. Yeah. I think it was built in 81 or something. Right. There's this weird rumor that, like, WWF built it in 91. I keep it's not, hearing it's not always true. that they're, like, going to sell it, but they never do. Didn't they? I thought they didn't. I don't remember. Didn't they? Did, or did they sell it to I move down they, to Florida? I thought they... Because they wanted to combine all their training facilities with the with the 
headquarters, maybe. But that would know. be cost efficient, honestly. Well, yeah, it, it is sort of ridiculous that they run a training facility in Florida and have a headquarters in Connecticut. Like, why is that necessary? Plus, I mean, not that I want to speak for the, for the majority of the talent, but I don't think people want to live in I mean, that was always that palatable, you know, versus Orlando I mean, that was, area. I would, you hear that to this day on some of these, these like commentaries and stuff about how nobody wanted to fucking move up there. Imagine being Jim Cornette having right. to move up there. Yeah, no, <laughs> especially guys from down south didn't want to move up there. So it's like it's, I don't want to move up there, and I'm in New Jersey. It seems like it's just more their their talent wants to live in Florida, right? <laughs> like, most ex wrestlers do. I'm sure yeah. most current wrestlers do. Mm-hmm. The I weather's mean, always good and it's cheap. Yeah. Um, if you live in Connecticut, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you have to live there. If you live in Florida, I'm sorry also. Introducing first to my right. Can they like California or somewhere else sunny? That's nice. Doesn't have to be sunny. What is this team? Is Cactus Jack there? It's R R T. Oh yeah, R T. He looks like a star. He does. Hmm. Interesting. Oh god. Oh, it's the Blue Blazer. <laughs> Shut up. The X. Dan Davis. Junkyard dog. Why is it all echoey? I don't know. Tito's hair is all shitty. Yeah, what the f- 17th match today. <laughs> How many matches did they freaking film? This is a big taping. It's ridiculous. It's probably the and same. And the worst part is it's like they're, they're all getting ready to go to WrestleMania like the next day or whenever this was. Only five days. What? Maybe that was the thinking, right? We, we'll give them a week off before the big show, but you got to get all these in the in the bag here. Well, I think this is only... No, this is only the third... The third one from this taping, isn't it? No, is it the fourth? The fourth. I think it's the third. This has been going on forever. All of April, that's all. It's the third one. I'll tell you this what, This definitely though. is the last one, right? Yeah, it, it is. Oh, no, goodness. I know it is, yeah. Next week's a new taping. Crowd's gonna be excited. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Probably some new jobbers. We always like that. There's new jobbers in like the end of this yeah, taping. Like, how many right. did they hire for this thing? We got Sal or Sam G. We got yeah. Nick Wick or whatever. Yeah. Whatever the guy's name. Where did R.T. Reynolds had not made an appearance until this point in the taping? I didn't realize he was still around as that, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Junkyard and Mr. X the here. X, man. Yeah. Dan Davis. Now, is he Morph? What? what which He's X, not Morph. Which X-Man is he? Not Morph. I don't know. He does change into a ref sometimes. Oh, maybe he is Morph. Yeah. Morph. You heard it here first. Danny, Danny Davis, Davis looks Morph. like Morph. And, with with dark hair. You know, in his normal form. Yeah, because well, Morph had light brown hair, though, didn't he? Brownish. Yeah, but he had that 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 um bowl cut or whatever. The Shemp? Yeah, the Shemp. Ye old Shemp. Now, Shemp is good. Uh, if and, you're yeah. new on, on the cannon here, I'm a big Shemp defender. I understand. No, I don't say. I only get on his case because so many people defend him. That no. Because I think it's just weird. Quinn, that, that's, that's, that's He's so, clearly not part of the main crew. He was the original third stooge. He is absolutely part before, of the main crew. Before they made it big, Joe. They were, well, I mean, Mo, yeah. Larry, and Curly. That's the three. Quinn. I am not saying... That Curly is necessarily better than Shemp. Now, Curly Joe sucks. Shemp is better than him, but... And Joe Besser. Let's not forget about Joe Besser. Yeah. Those ones stink. All I'm saying is the differential between Shemp and Curly is a lot narrower than people like to believe. Hmm. That's my theory. I understand. I'm a Curly fan. I like Curly. Who doesn't like Curly? A sad person. Yeah. But I think Shemp is underrated. I don't think Curly's overrated. 
Right. I just think Shemp is underrated. I, I see. And I'm here to uh, opine about that as we get a chin lock by Joey D on you know, RJ Reynolds. You know like one of the weirdest bits of stupid, like, things from the Stooges that I've ever heard of is the Three Stooges video game or whatever. Oh, for NES? Yeah. They used to rent that as a the kid. The fact that they made that is so bizarre. I rented it a lot. I, yeah. It's not good, yeah. but I loved it anyway. Isn't it like there's like cut scenes in a sense you just hit a button or something when yeah, like, like, hit like, like an button. anvil supposed to it's fall on a guy dumb. or something? Curly eating oysters and shit. Like, <laughs> it's, there's stuff from the actual films, but it's, it's a, just bizarre it's that they made it. Let me guess, LJN? Let's no, look that. That's got to be LJN. It's not LJN. Hold on a sec. Three. I don't think it is. Stooges, Tito NES. with the side hug here on RT Reynolds. Tito on the all black tights looking good. JOD in the white thump tights. Referee here. Curl, shove off by RT. Uh, incredible technologies. That's not much better. Yeah. Cinemaware was my publisher. That the might developer be worse. was. Yeah, underwear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tito rolls over, cover one, two. Only a two count on RT. Yes, this sir. shit was on Game Boy Advance. They ported this. Why? Uh, and PlayStation? What? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. They Play? canceled the Game Boy Color port. Oh, darn. Yeah. It was on, it's on the, uh, listen to this lineup of systems it was please, on. It was ported to something. a bunch of shit. Yeah. Amiga, Apple IIGS. Yeah, that, I think I knew that. Commodore 64. Why? NES. Yep. Game Boy Advance. Why? PlayStation, MS-DOS, and Windows. DOS. Macintosh. And Game Boy Color was canceled. Wait, DOS? DOS got a version of this? Well, I mean... That's if, hot. If Windows got a version, I'd be surprised if DOS didn't because of the when it was released in 87. Oh, it was 87? Right. When, when, what so Windows it was, probably, was out? Two? Probably you could just launch it from Windows 3.1 or 95 because it was built on top of MS-DOS. So Wait, the DOS would, version was 87? Yeah, all of them were. It just says 1987. But Windows, what Windows was oh, wait. out in okay, 87? Okay, wait, wait, here we Quinn. go. NES, later part beam software by... Mr. X is now going to work with Tito. Interesting. Mr. X and Tito. In, ooh. Interesting. Oh, wait a sec. Didn't he fight Mr. X at WrestleMania? Or who was that guy? Which X was he? No, that was the X. Commander X. Sorry. But uh, you'll notice, I'm not going to spoil anything, obviously, because we have no idea. Mr. X is not wearing khakis. Correct. But so. he is fighting a man named Tito Santana. Who sometimes wears khakis. <laughs> okay, so the Apple 2GS version came out in 90, right? Wow. The Game Boy Advance one, PlayStation oh, one. 1, were in 02. Why did that happen? It's not a good game. The game was also updated for release for Microsoft Windows and Apple Macintosh. So the Macintosh and the Windows, Here they were the kind thump. of the same time. But when? And covered by JYD on Mr. X gets the it win. It doesn't say the years on those ones. Very weird. Gotta be Windows 95, you would think, right? No. When's the because first Because if they made an MS-DOS one, right, it would work on 3.195.98. But it would have worked, yeah, all the way up. Windows 2000, it wouldn't work anymore because that, wasn't, that was based on NT, not MS-DOS. Right? What, what so, about ME? Was that Emmy was still on DOS. Yeah. That was the last that one. That was the last one, right? Right, and then they switched. So then Three Stooges wouldn't work on your Windows anymore unless you had DOS box. But you know how narrow of a spectrum we're talking now? Yeah. Where three Imagine <laughs> three if Stooges won't work on your Windows 2000. Yeah, it's like, fuck, like, right? <laughs> I, I was banking on this. Imagine you get Windows 2000 back then. You you start, you, you, you throw on a couple, oh, oh, I have three Stooges here. Let me, oh, fuck, it's a DOS game. Damn it. <laughs>
Wait, it was 2000 that went on NT? It wasn't XP? 2000 yeah, was the right. first I, retail I, version that was on NT. I'll and defer then to you, Windows yeah. XP was like the big, big one. But yeah. That was the best for so long. Yeah. I still really like 2000, though, because it's basically Windows XP just with a better uh, like look. I like 2000. Yeah. ME was They're the like shitty. practically the same thing. I know. 2000 and uh, XP. What do you have now? 11? Yeah, I got 11. Yeah, me too. These go to 11. Mm-hmm. I had 7 for a long time. I like 7. I did not like Vista. That was a good one. 7 was good, yeah. Vista, 8.1, all that <laughs> shit. It's <laughs> terrible. Shitty, right? Fucking horrible. I know. I like why 7, do they, though. Why do they always have a problem with like the in-between one? Know. You ever notice that? Yeah. It's like Vista came in between XP, and then they were like, fuck this, Windows 7, right? And then they do... Eight, it, yeah, and, and then they make eight point one because they think they're that's the one <laughs> yeah. who will fix it, and it didn't. And then they're just like, look at you know what? It's like a bazillion kids now getting in the ring. By the way, and they just skip nine. They're like, no, they're like, you know what? Fuck, <laughs> we're not even gonna like curse ourselves, right? So let's just make ten. I like ten, and then ten was popular. Eleven's like, I feel like eleven's like mixed. It's not as good as ten, right? I can't say it's not as good. It, it feels like it doesn't lose anything either. Right, it doesn't lose anything, but I, I feel like. Mm, it's, it's just it's whatever. It's just like to me, it's very like continuation. It's very continuation. It's not a regression though, which is that's new for Windows. For them that's to true. like not be for the next one after the good one not to be worse. That's a good point. Yeah. It's the first time it doesn't like suck the one after the good one. Right. It doesn't suck at all. Yeah. I have no problem with it's 11. It's totally like usable. To be clear, like, yeah. yeah. I like eleven. Yeah. Mean Gene. Windsurfing, and I couldn't be more impressed. Than Wait, are we pretending? The magnificent Morocco oh, okay, from sunset. Mind. Oh, Don Morocco, Don, come oh, on Don, in Don, here. Get... I saw you surfing over there in those, Dean, those huge get on in here. In Dean Mariki. Some of the greatest surfing, I guess, in the entire He's world. He's got the red hood. Fantastic, wasn't yep. it? It was. It's so nice to get a chance to chit chat with you a little bit. <laughs> what would you like to know about the magnificent one? I, I'd like to know: is this something? Is this a regular part of your training? What what, what kind of a training uh, training schedule do you go through? Well, first of all, we talk about the dark mat, all, master or whatever. Yeah. workouts. You know, in the water, on the sand, up and down the mountains. Run. Is this a donut promo? Maybe. Running and training, but then you got to watch your diet. At a certain oh, time, every day. I've seen this one. I remember the hoodie. Every three, hours, you got to eat. It's all and gross. Like Gene like, laughs. Would you like a donut? A donut? This is very funny. This is what happens. This is how you maintain championship balance. Have a donut. Have a donut. No, no. Donnie, please. I got donuts all the time. Jeez. The donuts stuffed his pockets. I can't hear a thing. I can't. I can't oh, hear Dina. a thing. He's training, Gene. I can't hear a thing you're saying. He's just dunking donuts. Yep. Your mouth is full. Don't eat with your mouth. It's okay. Have a donut anyway. I just, you know, just a little bit You have to maintain a Spartan's regimen. You have to have a. Go and take a bite. Cinnamon. It's a good one. Uh, too. Oh. Thank, thank good you. Problem. Legendary problem. God, I'm glad I asked that question. I'm glad. How I'm is Del really Morocco so good? I, He's I great. It's amazing. Now Bobby comes in. You don't let your men Doesn't train like here. that. See, I've got the powdered sugar all over me. Oh, yeah, sure <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. That was Morocco. Oh, yeah. Sugar. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I get it. Come on in. I don't. I certainly, you don't let your men train like that. 
See, I've got the powdered sugar all over me. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you laughing about? You know, seems like everybody's laughing about I'll something these days. Broke. Yeah. Well, the reason I'm laughing <laughs> and what amuses me is the fact. Hey, what did you just do? Hey, I kissed my bicep. <laughs> Bobby had to leave. Just kissed her. Oh, yes, I certainly What is did. even okay. happening are right now? Are you envious? Are you jealous? No, but I think that's a little ridiculous. ridiculous. I got one guy shoving donuts down his <laughs> Tell me, Junior, how... Bobby had to leave because he was laughing. Because it's stupid. <laughs> what a Spartan regiment we're on. Bobby Heenan. Mr. Patera's in the gym before most of you people get up. Bobby, trying to be serious here. most people go to bed, Stud and Patera are back in the gym. <laughs> They're athletes. They're always in training. I'm Good constantly shame. negotiating contracts. I'm constantly using my brains to outsmart <laughs> all these so-called other brilliant people in professional Good wrestling. Shame. And it doesn't Patera's take much laughing. effort to do that. Donnie's got to be doing Donnie's something off camera. Donnie was not slammed Probably by Andre there. the Giant. I want to make him retire. Just eating the donuts. <laughs> this is so good. It's such a mess. <laughs> I love it. No, he didn't retire because the man's a liar. He should retire. He's not going to get the money. He got a piece of it, but he's not going to get the money. Wait, wait, wait. I'll tell you what he's going to oh, get. Know. What? Yeah. You know those donuts that Mr. Morocco had out here? Yeah. That's what he's going to get. And not much left of them. <laughs> there won't be much left of Andre the Giant either. Oh. That, that, that is powdered sugar, by the way. Oh, All over. What a slob. Oh, please. Well, thank you, Ken Patera. We'll be right back with what? There's no matches left. Oh, next week on Championship Wrestling. Yeah. Send me one of those. Rustling. XLF. Why do they even have Patera there? What was he? Because he's good. I'm fine with him. I know, me too. I'm really impressed with him. I've never seen a, a combination Why is with Vince laughing? such like, what, dynamite. What they just impressed the heck out of me. I've seen a lot of tech team combinations. Like These have to be probably. two of the quickest individuals with the most no. unusual maneuvers Bulldogs. of any team that I've ever seen. And then for the first time, we saw the combination of Bret Hart along with uh, Jim Neidhart. And they were kind of devastating, too. And I was a little, little surprised that, that those two teaming up together. Yeah. But certainly no surprise Why? in the they match that we just uh, saw so earlier on with Tito Santana and the Junkyard Dog. They make a great team, and right now they could go against anybody and come out no, victorious. They're, they're an okay oh, so team. Tito and... Uh, they're going to be around, around for a while, Jeff. They will. Hulk Hogan, Snooka, Barry Windham, Michael Tondo. We don't care about them, but I do. Snooka and the Hulkster? Sneaky and he. <laughs> wow. What a week. Fresh taping next week. Oh, thank goodness. Can't wait, everybody. It's weird that the Don Morocco donut promo is like the end of that taping. It's kind of fitting. Very fitting. Yeah. I think they taped it here. Yeah, most Seems like they did, right? They did. It's not in the WrestleMania room. No, no. The fact that there was enough... The fact that there was enough episodes for there to be a WrestleMania room for four yeah, weeks is insane. I know. It's, it's enough. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we have some more exciting fucking action, Richard. Yeah. Richard. Richard. That's the end of the WrestleMania room, though. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh. In just a moment or two for more exciting fucking action. <laughs> the fact that he also has the oh like, and it is want to know but it's Buddy Rose yeah with who who's that grizzly man over there um Bruiser Cruddy <laughs> yeah he's tiny too purple purple <laughs> what's his name purple <laughs> who <laughs> wait did, say that again also why is Billy and here he is purple <laughs> who <laughs> Why is Billy Red the ring announcer, by the way? He's all... From New York City, New York. Oh. Purple. Purple? 
purple. Should we know who this is? The fans don't, apparently. Who is he? He's fake Bruiser Brody. Purple? 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 I'm really not happy with this development of Buddy Rose the Jobber. It stinks. I don't like this. It stinks, really. He was like a main dude. I know. Who are... Richard, why are we saying this? Oh, I thought it was Born in the USA American Express for a second. Born in England. Yeah. Born in the UK. We're fucked. We're fucked. They're in championship. They're over here. These guys go all over the place. They're everywhere. Yeah. But why are we watching it? Is that Freddy Sparta or John Bonella? Maybe. Now, again, British Bulldogs on Davy Boy's trunks, but not on Dynamite's. fans loving it all. The British Bulldogs. British Bulldogs. You see that? I'm yeah, I see that. it, Quinn. I don't Davey know why. Maybe it didn't have them made yet. Inaccuracy. Hi, I'm Jack Reynolds. I'm friendly. Yeah. It's about all. Now, who's it? this purple fella? I need to know more about him. No, no. Purple. Why is Jesse doing play-by-play? Yeah. See, you can call him Jack. Yeah. It's his name. Is that the origin of the joke? Because he just originally started with Jack Reynolds? Perhaps. Imagine, imagine. So he just calls everyone Jack? Jack Patterson. Yeah. He's not, it's not that he's, he's Jack is funny to him. It's that he, he in kayfabe, he doesn't know anybody else but Jack Reynolds. Well, I'll tell you what, though. What? I've heard him say Jack McMahon. Yep. Right? He never did it to Gorilla. Well, <laughs> respect, respect, right? He never said Jack Monsoon. I'll have you taken out. Like, that would be, uh, I'll have you taken out of here. I'll have you taken out of here right now, you know. That um, would actually, I think, get his ire. I think the voice would get a little high-pitched for that one. I'm going to have you taken out of here. Don't call me that. I'll be calling you Jack. Jess. <laughs> Jess. Buddy Rose with a nice counter, but uh, Davy Boy Smith with an even better one. Wow. Nice first luck. Why is this on here, Richard? I'm pooped. <laughs> oh, the arm bar, Jack. I bet you Furple's the reason, whatever he is. Should we know who that is and we're missing who it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is it one of those where we're going to get yelled at? What's his name? Purple? That's what it sounded like. Purple or Furple? It's got to be it, right? Purple. Sunset flip by Davey. Somebody's gonna like chime I mean, in. Is like, oh, he was a big deal in Canada or some shit. Wait, but, is it Pampiro Furpo? Oh, like the AAA guy? No, he's not. A tri- hang on, hang on, hang on. Purple. Purple. It's a good name. Now, Buddy Rose here, just so weird. You're right that he's a jobber. Can you? Yeah. He just like wasn't forever. This can't be him. Who? What? What? Who do you think it is? That's that's the first part here. Who do you think it is? The thing is, I'd have to like look this up. Purple. Yeah. Just call him. Is it Pampero Furpo? Pampero Furple. But who is that? Well, he was a wrestler. Like he's old here, but I think that's who that is. He's super tiny. He was. He's kind of like. I know who that is. If that's who that is, he was kind of like a um a hard not I don't know if I want to call him a hardcore wrestler, but uh huh. Didn't he? Wow, power slam. That's it. By Davy, that'll do uh, it. Purple. Was he the one that used the the bone to file his teeth? Was Ooh. that him? Maybe. Can Perhaps. You, can you do me a favor mm-hmm. while we're here? Because I know it'll happen. We're gonna get YouTube comments anyway. Purple. Pampiro. P a m. P e r o. F-I-R-P-O. W-W-F. 
<laughs> that's the specific. Ow. <clears throat> Maybe you know um what's Vampiro, his hero? Uh, his wiki shows up when you do that. Well, um, yeah, but uh, or look for pictures of him and see if it looks see, like. Hold him. on a sec. I'm just scrolling through his career here. Maybe Billy Red just um. He retired in '86, so that's it's what definitely I'm saying. I think it is him. I mean, I mean, there's no mention of this, but he did make an appearance in in '72 in WWF. So it's yeah, not like he yeah. he didn't know he didn't have connections here. And we're in Canada. Yeah, this probably is him. I think it is, but why didn't they say is this his the first guy name? that killed Brody? Or is no! he related at all? No, no. I mean, he looks like him. I, but he retired from wrestling in October 1786. So <laughs> he didn't kill Bruce or Brody. I'm just making sure. Okay, just that'd be Invader Number Knife as yeah, uh, Mick Price. There you go. How the hell Mick Price would say? Wow, he became a postman after this. <laughs> Twenty five years. That's awesome. Boy, I'll tell you, it was hard he retired at age 78. The <laughs> British Bulldogs. Died of natural causes January 9, 2020. Boy Pretty full life. That is a long life, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 89 years old. Wow. Good for him, He man. wrestled. His second career was in the Postal Service. <laughs> and then he retired. Not a bad life. <laughs> that's not That's not a bad gig. Not bad at all. So, like after living this life, right? You want to find something stable, oh, like nice and not too, not too, not too demanding. Not like, too demanding. Yeah. I mean, the post office is not an easy gig. Yeah, but it keeps him active. You see, right? Like walking. Yeah. Carrying, remembering, exactly. Communicating. Mm-hmm. And wrestling the British Bulldogs. Yeah. Here's it's like a, busy, but also a little laid back because you got your own route, right? And a truck. And a truck. Jack Reynolds kind of looks like Vince McMahon Senior. Kind of does. I've always wondered if he's there only because of that. Well, thanks a lot, Jack. It's a pleasure to be here in uh, Brantford. God, Last time Brantford. In, uh, the Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto. Being a dynamite kid. We're going to keep defeating all of our opponents until we reach the top. You know, the one thing that amazes me and also my co-host, Jesse the Body Ventura, looks fat. is the tremendous combination, the great timing <laughs> Why is that you two gentlemen have Something together nice. in that Botox? ring. It seems that you know each other's Butter. every movement when <laughs> you're in that ring. You know, the Butter talks. together. From being kids. Wait. We've been wrestling Oi. together <laughs> since I was 10 years old. Why are they together all the time? That always, like, is weird. Together. 10 we, years old. Remember when we saw him in World of Sport and he was, like, already a veteran and he was, like, 10? Veteran. 13 years old. <laughs> what the fuck? For real? In, like, a church or something? <laughs> yeah. What did we used to do? <laughs> oh, there's some weird guy wearing, like, a top hat or dressed like Ringo. I don't know. Like, I've said it at ringside. He's, like, a ref and an announcer. Like, <laughs> World Wrestling Federation. On World Wrestling Federation. Not only dedicated in that ring, but out of the ring as well. And it shows, believe well, he me. He eats beans and fish. Yeah, well, <laughs> similar to old Billy Redline earlier on. There's only one. Billy Redline. Less in this wrestling business. The dogs. That's the British Bulldogs. Well, continued success to both. What great talkers. Boy Smith and the Dynamite. <laughs> They're really Sorry. pushing them, eh? Right, this is Jack. They, like on everything. Oh, Richard! How do, you, how do you manage? I told you, Richard. Oh, these are usually uh, better. Thoroughbreds like Big John Stud Th- this and Mr. Wonderful Paul Wonderful. I mean, you're, they both it's have still extraordinary TNT, yeah. physical I know, prowess. Still. They both have also, by the way, uh, a certain amount of ego. Well, it's like I, unnecessary I show ever. Difficult Calm. on your part to manage uh, those oh, other central personalities. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! What is this? This matters. Okay. It might be difficult to manage uh, athletes like Stud and Patera and uh, Orndorff if you're dealing with 
He wasn't even involved in that WrestleMania shit, though. I don't have that. I can control their egos. I can control their destinies. I can control everything about Stud and uh, Orndorff and everybody else. So I'm not worried about how I control their egos or separating them. Well, let me ask you, how much then uh, do you feel that you are really uh, a part of? How much... How much of their success do you do you take in terms of of, of what you have this put in? This never works out when they ask the manager these questions. Yeah, like Paul beat Lundorf up or be something. Without yeah. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Well, you know, are you, are you trying to put me in the spot here? Do you no, want I'm asking an objective question. I'll ask Paul the same thing. Well, I'll answer for Paul. First of all. You see, a, a man can get in the ring. He can put his boots on his trunks. He can walk down the aisle. He can get in the ring. And for an hour, for any worse than the minute that bell rings to the end of the match, he's got to worry about that man across from him. But I'm out there in the corner. I'm worrying about his back. I, when I get up in the morning, uh, I'm up before anybody else is up. And when they go to bed, I'm still up. I negotiate contracts, their money, and everything. I handle their whole career. All they've got to do is go to the gym, pump that iron, get on that mat in that ring, and wrestle. Everything else is up to me, and I handle it. Not a bad gig. So, actually. really, the manager. I know. I'd want to have a manager. Uh, you possess. Always a good I know. Behind Focus on the matches, right? Right. Seems like a good deal. I'm sure some would concur with that, and perhaps uh, some would differ. What we would like to do is to take you to the aftermath, if we may, of the main event in WrestleMania. All right, Paul Ondorff was holding the back of his head, and of course, he was struck inadvertently, I would think, by Cowboy Bob Orton. Paul Ondorff, struck, struck. generally in the past, has had the has, has really eased into tag team situations. Obviously, I think he prefers individual competition, but you've had him team up from time to time with any number of individuals. It, that team, however, didn't really seem to gel. Would you comment on that? Well, you know, like Roddy uh, and I went over the match. Roddy wasn't even there. The match. We I were on the phone that morning. We met early at Madison Square Garden. We sat down, and it didn't turn out exactly like I would have liked it. But the well, way... We, what do you mean you and Piper had a meeting, sat down, talked oh. about the match? Piper and, I, Piper and I discussed the match, what we were going to do, what we weren't going to do. That afternoon, that morning at the garden, around 11 o'clock, around quarter to 11. Why wasn't I informed about that? Well, I called your room. I told you what time the limousine was leaving. There was no answer. You know good and well I was in my room all morning. I didn't leave my room. Oh, no. Well, I called you, Paul. Well, it's not crap or spilled milk. It's the operator's fault or somebody's fault. You didn't answer the phone. So we had to leave. We had, I had to make a decision. I mean, that's why I'm the manager. I make decisions. Well, let me ask you then. It was there not a, a breakdown in terms of communication or coordination? Vince uh, stirring in, up in shit over here. Well, <laughs> oh, well, uh, you know, like, Piper's used to tag team wrestling. So is Orton. Is I'm used to managing some great tag teams. <laughs> hey, I don't know if I've been in a few tag teams myself. Well, I realize that, but I'm talking about this situation here. If you'd have been at the meeting and we had discussed, like, I told Wait a minute. I wasn't oh, advising no. no damn meeting. So don't, don't start Don't that. yell at me. No, no, don't you, don't, don't, you don't come up there with Maybe me. Maybe you don't know who I am. I'm your manager. You were Paul Orndorff. When I made you Mr. Wonderful and you sit there and listen to me while I talk. Oh. Why does Bobby always do this? Oh. I want to tell you something right now. Huh? I want to tell you something right now. I want you to listen. I want you to listen. And I want everybody else out there to listen. You're fired. Oh, there it is. Hmm. Vince. Why is there a mask inside? Just don't worry. Paul Orndor, Paul Orndor just fired, just Vince. fired Bobby the Brain. He's all that shit up. Yep. Mr. Heenan, have, have you ever been fired before? He don't know what he's saying. He don't know what he's saying. He's overreacting. Just because he got beat or something happened to him in Madison Square Garden or something happened. The most thing that happened on TNT ever, himself. right? Nobody <laughs> fires me. Nobody talks to me like that. I've never had a woman break up with me. I've never had a deal fall through. And I'll be damned if I'm going to be fired by a man like Paul Orndorff. He was just a ham and egger when oh I boy. took him from nothing and made him. 
poor does he think he is firing me on national television? I'm going to tell you something, pal, and everybody else something out here. I am a man of dignity. I am a man that demands respect. He was talking on a turn here. Are finally where he like slips and falls and or something? I don't think so. Just a couple years in this great sport of wrestling and tell me when he's fired me? No, he hasn't fired me. He hasn't done nothing. I'll tell you what he's going to do. And if he's still around in earshot, I'll tell you exactly what you're going to do, Orndorff. You're going to wish the day never happened oh. that you talked to me like you oh did. Boy. Every time you look at your... Check stubs, you're gonna think of me. When you look at your contract, you're gonna think of me. Cause this isn't going this isn't over with. Oh no, this isn't over with at all, Mr. McMahon. No, this isn't over with at all. Nobody fired me. Nobody fires me. Alright, get a hold of yourself, will you? Get a hold of yourself. Nobody embarrasses, embarrasses me. Okay, all right, there, all right. that's Bob. We'll a little bit, a little TNT. bit. It's, Stay it's, with it's forming. Yeah, but not a lot. Yeah. I'm just surprised Rudolph. he's not doing the like he the the step like he like slips on the step or something. He's not quite there yet. Anyway, uh, wow, wow, some actual angle development on Tuesday night Titans. There it is. Very very rare. Um, something happened on it, Joe. That was probably the most important part of what we just watched. Yeah. Other than the debut, nothing of the, else happened. Of the Heart Foundation. It was uh, interesting about Pampero and. Uh, Mission yeah. Idiot and Three Stooges. Mission and Idiot. Yeah. Oh, and don't forget Barrio. Barrio. Got to see yeah. Barrio. A lot, uh, of, a lot of interesting factoids were exposed on this episode. Very interesting episode, Marty. Yeah. Uh, would you say, though, that Bobby Heenan has at least somewhat of a valid claim? Or is he, I mean, not really. No? I mean, but what if he really did call Orndorff's room? Or do you okay, think he's full of let me, shit? Let me say something. Is he full there, of shit? There's no way fucking Bobby called him. Uh, so he's full of shit. Yeah. Okay. It's Bobby. Like, come on. Good promo though yeah. by Bobby. Yeah. Huh? What a pickup Vince got by getting him. Yeah, no, That's he can a- do he can do serious angles, but I he he is going to shine yes. once once they let him be a little sillier, little by little. Yeah, by like eighty eight we get fully goofy almost right. Yeah. Eighty eight, eighty nine, he gets yeah. more and more and more. Right, but right now he's serious, Bobby. Very serious, yeah. But hey, we hope you guys had a seriously fun time <laughs> here on the nineteen eighty five canon or episode two ninety seven. Of our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, we really do appreciate you being with us here. Uh, I guess we'll just do the quick reminders before we get out of here. Mm-hmm. If you've never, ever listened to our audio show, just give it a shot. It is do it. our vantage point, Retro Wrestling Podcast. you got nothing to lose. It's free. There's almost 300 episodes, all kinds of specials, things like that. So you can listen to it. Right. Whether you're a fan of the audio or the video and you want more of it, maybe you're going to get bored uh, on Black Friday or something this upcoming week. It can be a boring time, especially if be. you're just shopping online. It's true. Give it a shot. Shop online. Patreon.com slash OVP podcast. Get yourself the Canon Plus. Get yourself all of our pay-per-view reviews. Get yourself the Raw Canon. Include it in your shopping. Yeah, it's there five bucks. Just try it. Just try it. Nobody will even notice. Nobody will. I won't notice. Yeah. I mean, I'll be happy. Yeah. But I wouldn't notice if I subscribe. Yeah. But I'll give you a month free. How about that? Oh, Christmas present. Hit me up. Anyway, thank you guys so much for being with us here. We really do appreciate it. We will, of course, be back next week for April 27th on the Canon, episode 298 of our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. But until that time, whatever you do, have a happy and safe Thanksgiving if you're here in the United States. If not, have a good Thursday, I yeah. guess. <laughs> One way or another, we will see you next week. Joe Morata, Michael Quinn. And we are out of here. See ya.
Thank, thank you, magnificent Morocco. God, I'm glad I asked that question. I'm glad, I'm really glad that I that I asked him. Bobby Heenan, come on in. I don't certainly you don't let your men train like that. See, I've got the powdered sugar all over me. Oh yeah, sure. Huh. What what are you laughing about? You know Seems like everybody's laughing about something these days. Well, the reason I'm laughing and what amuses me is the fact Hey! What did you just do? I kissed my bicep. <laughs> what did you do? You didn't just kiss your Oh, yes, I certainly did. Oh, come here. Are you envious? Are you jealous? No, but I think that's a little Creator. ridiculous. I got one guy shoving donuts down his mouth. Tell me, Jim, here, how, what throat. a Spartan regiment we're on. Bobby Heenan. Mr. Patera is in the gym before most of you people get up. And when most of you people go to bed, Stud and Patera are back in the gym. They're athletes. They're always in training. I'm constantly negotiating contracts. I'm constantly using my brains to outsmart all these so-called other brilliant people in professional wrestling. And it doesn't take much effort to do that. John Studd was not slammed by Andre the Giant. Hey, I want to make He didn't that. retire. No, he didn't retire because the man's an, a liar. He should retire. He's not going to get the money. He got a piece of it, but he's not going to get the money. Wait, wait, wait. I'll tell you what he's going to get. What? You know those donuts that Mr. Morocco had out here? Yeah. That's what he's going to get. And not much left of him. There won't be much left of Andre the Giant either. That, that, that is powdered sugar, by the way. Boy, All over. What a blah, 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 blah.